0: Ultimate DJs, welcome into Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. What's up to you? How y'all doing? Welcome into the show. Let's find out who's hanging out with us and do our traditional Talking Trek server sound off. Y'all hit it right now. See who is in the room. Data Systems Technical Chief on server 27. Welcome. Starbase on 8. Bernard, server 28. Welcome into the show. Lord Farquaad on 147. Hank, flagship server. That is server 15 admiral sack attack on 145 welcome doc 31 on 32 zula on 25 patron saint nick on 18 welcome to the show the aardvark on 26 jerry ryan 146 housekeeping on server 16 nc on server 9 how you doing moe d on 16 lieutenant razik on server 15 how you doing shinjo 26 and 43 the battalion european server 149 welcome vespa man on european 147 Death dealer on 15. Steven Zarin on 129. Welcome into the show. Server 192, giggity giggity. Says Commander Taylor, the bear on 15. Cavacore on 29. Truck and Chick on 26 and 43. Welcome in. Kasani on 36. Hugo, server 142. Welcome into the show. How you doing? Appreciate you being here. Hey, what's up, Pops on 37? I'm Beglin on the uh, Panar server 32. Welcome, Jitski on server 37. Nostromo, server 30. Sota, Sota, Sota? Sota on server 28. What's up, Mr. Fusion on 15? Welcome. Welcome. Steven's Aaron says badger 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 badger. Server 129, welcome in Zula. Appreciate you being here. Atomic 31 says 30 130 131 130 <laughs> You guys are having fun with it. Hey, welcome. 13 on 144V ready 196, Orion Pax on server 15, Miss Harley Quinn on 31. Welcome into the show. Metal 66 on server 8. Uh, Punch My Clown on server 36. Sliver Surfer here. Welcome into the show. Omicron on server 16. Pops on 37. High. I bombed You on server 15. Grand Vampire on 34. Welcome into the show. Housekeeping on six. Uh, did I read Doc 31 already? I don't know. Hey, what's up on server 32? How you doing? Duh, Big on server 36. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Hugo, 142. Hudson on 146. Slaughterer on server 34. Silent Stabber. Server 8. Royal Power on server 36. Welcome and appreciate you being here. Captain Carnage on 14. Achaya on 21. And uh, additional messages to the tune of about 58. Welcome in to the show. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into the show. Your mics are potted up and uh, invite you in to sit back, uh, kick your legs up, maybe go ahead and pour a pour a glass of scotch, light that stogie, all right? We've got a lot of good stuff to get with you here today. And, uh, and again, as we have been trying to do, over the last episode or two Focused on you and your feedback We're going to get to that coming up right after uh, We uh, give you the latest World and uh, domestic Headlines right here live from the Talking Trick Studios it is time for the Stupid News Stupid no-
1: News 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 News
0: Yes it is time for the news Noose. Yes Wicked Witch Noose. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. A new survey named Los Alamos County, New Mexico as the healthiest community in America. If you guys are from Los Alamos County, New Mexico, you are amongst the healthiest in the country. Things really took off in New Mexico now that they finally got rid of Walter White's meth. (laughs) Yeah, they're healthy because instead of eating pizza, they just throw it on the roof of the uh, Breaking Bad house. Alright, I know some of you don't get it If you don't get either of those references, you better call Saul Alright, a new study found that America is facing a ticking time bomb Ladies and gentlemen, this is a great article A ticking time bomb of 400 feral pigs They can reproduce as young as 3 months old And damage thousands of acres of property uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm trying uh it sounds like it's time for maybe another bacon festival right seriously why are they calling it a ticking time bomb if we can solve this problem with a side of pancakes seriously it's only 400 pigs we should be able to solve this one uh perhaps it is ticking for the amount of time it takes to be seated at the cracker barrel perhaps i don't know Uh, Federal authorities have charged a member of the New York Police Department with spying for the Chinese government. Ladies and gents, of course, nowadays it's not cool to call it spying for the Chinese government. You have to say TikTok. (laughs) TikTok. Uh, The city of Seattle has shelled out $150,000 to a convicted pimp to explore alternatives to policing. Guys, I can't make this up. This is real news. The city of Seattle paying a pimp $150,000 to explore alternatives to policing. It sounds crazy, but they're looking to lower crime. And this guy's good at making things go down. You know what I'm saying. They cornered the market on this one. <laughs> Unfortunately, knowing him, uh, his staff already blew the money. Hey, 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 yo. <laughs> Ha ha ha! Lawyers for Imprisoned WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange uh, Assange claim he is a high suicide risk Apparently Assange is a huge uh, New York Jets fan uh, Either that or he Maybe maybe he knows something about the Clintons uh, I don't know His lawyers also argued that he's at risk For catching coronavirus in prison The judge doesn't believe it though Because if he was really worried about catching things He never would have dated Pam Anderson <laughs> Just saying HBO <laughs> yeah, I know. HBO was considered the big winner in Sunday night's Emmy Awards. I don't know if you guys tuned in to watch this all, uh, or not, but uh, if we're being real honest here, the winners were probably the people who did not watch. Revised ratings show that the Emmy Awards had the fewest amount of viewers in the awards show history. The problem is that the Emmys were up against more exciting competition, like watching paint dry. And uh, of course, Sunday is a big night for rearranging your sock drawer. So, I mean, that's, that's important stuff. With all that's going on in the world nobody feels like watching a bunch of millionaires pat themselves on the back for playing pretend uh however basketball fans did take to the internet and were upset that kobe bryant was excluded from the in memoriam tribute at the emmys kobe was actually included in last spring's award show uh plus the producers needed uh, room to include the death of their ratings so uh, there is that fox uh <laughs> fox new or fox sports rather Fox Sports played fake booing sounds this week uh, during the Philadelphia Eagles game when quarterback Carson Wentz made a bad throw on Sunday to make the broadcast sound as realistic as possible. They're trying to make the TV audience feel like they're at an Eagles game. So they play some booing noise, and they also play the sound of a police horse getting punched. Uh, No, seriously, Wentz couldn't actually hear the booing because it wasn't playing in the stadium. It was just on the TV. Uh, He's not deaf, though, folks. Although, judging by the way he threw the ball to the other team, he could, in fact, be colorblind. Uh, And there he is. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. There's your stupid news. Yes, uh, no. Omicron says those were real fans from the city. They were just taped ahead of time. What do you What do you think? You think that they were taped ahead of time, knowing that Carson Wentz was going to have a rough day? Yeah, Matt Doggy almost missed it. He said, "Dang, I thought I joined in and would miss the stupid news." Uh, almost. All right, th- there we go. We're good to go now. All right. Uh, welcome into the show, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, got, uh, got some interesting stuff to go over today. So uh, some of you guys know this, and, and I, uh, I didn't think that we had actually announced it. We must have, because a couple of you guys uh, had heard about this. A, ha- a couple of you guys asked me, hey, is Panic going to be on the show today? Well, the correct answer was that was scheduled. Uh, that was scheduled to happen today. However... Uh, however, we did have uh, we did have a couple of things that kind of crept up on us, did we not? We had a couple of things that kind of just uh, went a little bit awry. Hold on, I'm going to explain, Yeti. Here's what happened. Let's get into the actual explanation, okay? Shall we? Let's uh, let's dig it out. This week, this week we had so much going on with the game. We had many communications going back and forth. Lots of customer support tickets, lots of feedback, lots of event suggestions sent back and forth, to the tune of over 150 messages sent by Talking Trek alone. None of those 150 messages included a reminder from Ultimate DJs Hey, panic, check your calendar. None of them happened Now, in all fairness In all fairness Panic came to me last night and said Hey, um, are we still doing the show tomorrow? Alright, so yeah guys I'm gonna have to give credit where credit is due uh, no, chick. See, you got this. No, it's not. This one doesn't fall on panic. I didn't remind him because I didn't remember either. Yep, Snake Eyes has got it. Panic messages me last night and says, hey, I never, uh, never got the chance to do our pre-interview with you about some of the stuff that we needed to talk to the devs about. Uh, and that is uh, that particular moment in time where my brain did this little number right here. <laughs> because I completely forgot. Completely forgot. So what we have done is we have rescheduled uh, Mr. Panic to be here. Yeah, Pooh Brain, you got it. Uh, We have rescheduled Mr. Panic to be here for next Wednesday, uh, and we are culling the questions in the questions for Panic Room. So here's what you need to do. If you do have a question for Panic, then make sure that it is in the questions for Panic Room no later than tonight at midnight Eastern time. That's when we're going to cut it off, and we're going to start going through those and uh, and make sure that we get answers to them, okay? Uh, Make sure that we get answers to the questions that we need, that way we can send in over to the devs, get explanations on what we need to get, and then we'll be good. I know, it's, it is it is my fault. I know, it was my fault, Wicked Witch. It was 100% my fault. So uh, th- what, we're, what we're trying to do, and, and listen, Mac, he said, uh, he said, you know, we could try to wing it, and I said, uh, actually, that was my suggestion, just come on, have some fun. And uh, he said, you know, I have found that preparation is better than no preparation. He's absolutely right about that. <laughs> He's right about that. So, so for the items that he would typically say, I cannot speak to that, uh, maybe for the items that he could speak to, we wouldn't know because, you know, I didn't send the questions. So that's my fault. And that's what we had. Uh, see, now, ironically, I didn't really have that planned for today because I'd forgotten about it. So in the event then that we were going to have panic on the show... Then I decided not to prepare anything for today. <laughs> I didn't prepare anything for today.
1: Who's in the doghouse? Who, who? 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 Who's in the doghouse? Who, who? Who?
0: Who? Who? Yes, Ultimate DJs is in the doghouse today. Ultimate DJs in a doghouse because we uh, we we didn't really. Yeah. Uh, but no, here's what we're going to do. And actually, you know, I, I, I'm I very blessed about this. I can always count on you guys as a community. I can always count on you guys as a community to come in and, and contribute, especially when you are given the opportunity to provide feedback. And so here's what we're going to actually start with. Now, Snake Eyes and I have prepared a video on our YouTube channel. It has not uh, gone out yet. We're going to publish it immediately after the show. So for those of you who are looking for uh, – our our YouTube channel. You can find it here. I'm sure Snake Eyes will throw up a link for you. Uh, And do, of course, want to welcome our uh, domestic and uh, international audience watching on YouTube here right now. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, While you're here on the YouTube channel, please click on the subscribe button so you're always notified of uh, future content uh, and things like that when we have it coming out. Now, the good news is uh, here coming up here in just a little bit right after the show, we're going to have a new video come out where Snake Eyes and I actually, I meant throw up a link to our YouTube channel. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to throw up a link uh, shortly uh, at the end of the show for the video that we just produced which is, by the way, a culmination. All of the messages that we've been sending back and forth uh, with uh, Scopely Live Ops, all the messages that we've been sending back and forth with you the players and on the official Discord Snake Eyes and I have had an opportunity to kind of boil it all down into about a 10 or 15 minute. We weeded it all down, we put everybody's whose complaints were the same and kind of put it together and we have not only a summary feedback video not uh, just for for Scopely but uh, not just for Scopely but also for you the community to let you know what we have gathered what seems to be the general consensus from the community and how your opinion may fit into that or not fit into that. And this was the uh, the primary s- uh, course of feedback that we sent up to Scopely. And, uh, and, of course, we'll invite you to leave your comments below the video as to whether or not your feedback fit into that group or, or if it did not. Uh, one of the biggest challenges for a company like Scopely is to is to take all the feedback and then come up with a singular solution, right? Come up with a solution that seems to best fit everybody but can't always fit everybody, right? So that's what we're going to do and we're going to send the feedback up and that's what uh, we've been able to gather. So today uh, we've got that video ready to go and so I'm kind of curious as to uh, how we're going to discuss some of the feedback that you guys give here today and whether or not it's going to jive with what we collected in the video. Uh, We are in the middle of another Chaotic Space event right now, an Anomaly Burst event, uh, and thankfully only 48 hours. Now, you know, here's here's the tricky thing for me, Snake Eyes, is... I know that, that 96 hours was a long time, and I know that 48 hours is going to seem better, but I remind you guys, too, these are the events that are paying out the currency that we need for discovery, all right? So I, to me, even though even though it may not be something that I want to do five times a day, 24 uh, hours a day, you know, for 17 days on end, I kind of want the currency, all right, I, I kind of want the currency. Snake Eye says, it still sucks. I haven't done one yet today. Bratallion says four times a day would be enough. Is four really that different than five? No, Britalian. I mean, really truthfully, you say yes. I invite the Britalian into voice. Uh, Britalian, come on into voice and uh, chit-chat with us here for a little bit. You say you struggled to get to five. Housekeeping says, I would prefer one. Th- see, the thing is, if you're going to do one, I mean, is, is – you have to balance the payout with the work that we're expected to do. Okay, Ragnar says five kills once an hour seems trivial to me. Uh, Cawthorn says three hours is enough. the The problem is, is we've got to balance this with the rewards that we're being given. Uh, and that is uh, that was one of the number one pieces of feedback that we sent is not necessarily the number of times, okay, uh, but more along the lines of let's make the clock a little bit more friendly to players who uh, have their own schedules to keep and don't want to necessarily set a clock to play on Scopely's schedule, right? So... Um, you know, interesting uh, feedback that you guys have presented, and I'm going to uh, invite now at this time Battalion, to come into voice. We'll talk to you a little bit about your perception of the events as a content creator. And then uh, I do want to spend a couple of minutes chatting to you. You said that you had a, an interesting story for us together. Uh, right, you you had something that you wanted yeah. to share
2: with us. So it's been fun. It's been a, it's been an interesting event for me um, in quite a different way. Um, I go go to the, these these burst events. Four, I think, is is a is a good number. I mean, if you if you could maybe you know, I could spend 15 minutes. I can spend nine or ten of those minutes doing something, but like four times a day, five times is. I know it's not a milestone that you necessarily need, but it is discovery parts. And it's just like, it's it, for me, I found it too much to be honest in a normal day to, to be on five times on the hour, you know, within that 15 minute time frame. So I, I don't know, I don't know how they need to change that. Maybe offer, maybe offer more timeframes that you can be on. Um, I don't think it should be a single milestone. Because that's boring, guys. Come on, we've got too many, you know, single milestone events, haven't we?
0: So uh, you're as far as the single milestone. You're referring to galactic exploration, which is over, and uh, and and I mean that's that's done, right? The galactic exploration we got it one time. Now here's what was interesting. Uh, did you did you play the galactic exploration, uh, battalion? Did you get to play that one? I guess it was two nights ago, wasn't it, Snake Eyes? Um, two. Yeah, two nights ago that we played Galactic Exploration. Uh, did you have a chance to play in that one, Battalion?
2: Nope, I completely missed that because uh, I, I completely missed that. And that ties into the second part of the story, actually. But yeah, I completely missed that one. So so your argument is, as a busy
0: guy in life, in real life, you know, with the J-O-B and, and uh, you know, this other stuff, the other priorities outside of the game, uh, the timing was restrictive. And that was actually the number one complaint. Uh, listen, guys, if you strip away, and we actually mentioned this in a video, if you strip away the technical glitches, because honestly, the, 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 the arc itself, battalion, and I know I've said this a couple times, the arc itself presented no new problems, right? The glitch... <laughs> Was no, really. the event popping? I- the event popping, which is an, an age-old thing. All right, so we finally got that fixed. We kind of forced their hand into getting that fixed. They wrote themselves or painted themselves into a corner. That was a bug that had to be fixed in order for this arc to continue. Uh, but it's been a bug for six months. So if you strip away the infrastructure problem, if you strip away you know that bug that's been presenting for the last six months. If you strip all all the technical stuff out of the way, how did you like the writing of the event, the structure of the event? One of the biggest pieces of feedback that we've been sending for the last several months is give us something new. Do you feel that we got something new with Discovery Arc 1?
2: I, I do. And this is one of the things that ties into to something else I'm gonna talk a little bit more about later. I've been out of the community now since the start of the Discovery arc. Completely out. I mean I I popped my head into a podcast a couple a week ago or whatever. But apart from that I've been off Discord, I've been really off YouTube, I've been off everything. Um to try and experience this as a as just a normal Android user who is relying on the information they get from the game as to how the arc is progressing and and, you know how my expectations would be and it's been a very interesting experience up until now because as far as me as a public is concerned i've noticed only improvements in the game completely from 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 start to finish in terms of communication in terms of how any small niggles or problems have been dealt with um you know even today to be fair we had a maintenance today they said three hours it was done in what an hour and a half or something it was a nice surprise to you know to be able to go in an hour and a half after the maintenance had finished and it was just there's just a lot of things that have been very positive for me completely in this discovery arc i'm still confused a bit about what the discovery is for but you know I'm, I'm hoping that will be done in the next you know the next uh, the next part of it
0: now, there, there are some people that complained that the maintenance, for example, was done too early. Even right here in the chat room, uh, we see Marty says, you know what? We had a schedule. We counted on a certain amount of downtime. But, Marty, in, in fairness, too, we also extended your ceasefire by double, right? You got, you got eight hours of ceasefire. So, uh, Marty, if you can, explain to me a little bit about why you had a disappointment with the fact that maintenance ended early. I mean, because it's a valid point, and all opinions are welcome here. If there's, if there's a valid a, a validity to it, then I want to I bring it to light. I, myself, don't know that I would be upset that maintenance ended early, especially given the fact that if you were planning on it being the three hours and you signed back in at the three hours, you still had seven hours of ceasefire. You still had seven hours of ceasefire. Yeti says it was an OPCL issue. Uh, Battalion says uh, because of lost minors. Um, Marty says Lat Rush and ship upgrade solo leaderboards. Uh, they, they were. I, I see what you're saying. All right. So, but let's see. Today, today's Wednesday. Who has Lat Rush? Nobody should have Lat Rush. It's over. <laughs> Does anybody have Latinum Rush right now? Am I, am I crazy? I thought that was a Monday thing. Um, time travel. Yes, I forgot the the Australians. They they have Lat Thursday or something. Uh yeah. So uh, oh, being that today's event is mining. Yeah, but Mad Dog, nobody knew today's event was mining. All right. I mean, and and not only that, are you going to be able? That was to s- after the maintenance. Come on, guys, behave. Yeah, nobody knows that mining was going to be today's event, and not even that. Uh, and 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 aside from that, who is going to sit on? Well, I see what you're saying. If you were sitting on a lat node... Yeah, but... Okay, so let me ask you this. If you're sitting on a lat node... At 8 o'clock in the morning... And event resets not till noon... And you didn't know it was a mining event... Are you keeping your ship on that lat node? And... And is your ship going to... Not be zero... By the time that the lat node rolls around? So... So Yeti says... And let me make sure I'm understanding this right, Yeti. So you have a ship sitting on latinum... Every day, every day, first thing you do in the morning or first thing you do when you go to bed is you park a ship on latinum and you don't move it until event reset the next day? Am am I understanding that correctly? Is that what you're doing? Because, I mean, uh, that's fine. That sounds sounds strange to me. Uh, I mean, me? I, I don't know. Yeti says many do. I don't. So, so people will sit on lat first thing in the morning and stay there? That, wow. Okay. I, how, why, what's the point in doing that if you don't know that there's a latinum event coming? Because, by the way, lat rush was not today. All right? So that goes out the window. What you had today was surveyor, and nobody knew surveyor was coming. Yeah, nobody's got an answer for that. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking. Uh, yeah, Marty, please, yeah, come in, voice. Explain, because I, I'm not getting it. Please, yes, 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 come in. Uh, Hugo says on our server, everybody's constantly sitting on a lat node. Some uh, players with stinking envoys. I mean, I, I guess, but again, my point goes to, how do you know what to do with that ship if you don't know the event that's coming up? Because... Arian says just to build up the lat, um, you know, in prep for Monday. But it's Wednesday, right? You're not leaving that ship. I mean, today's Wednesday. You're not leaving that ship on
2: until next Monday, are you? Are you? <laughs> Some people do. Some people put miners out, and you know, yeah. I not, get not divorced, I, but patrons say, Nick. I
0: get what you're saying. You say lat pays the most points. The, my point is, there you had no concept of an of a mining event today. You could not have known that there was a mining event coming today. Okay? I didn't know there was a mining event coming today. Nobody knew that there was surveyor coming out today. Oh, Marty says he's server muted. Somebody uh here, I'll fix that. Sorry, Marty. You must have had some background noise on a previous show. Uh anyway. Oh, uh, well, anyway, uh, Marty, uh come on into voice, make your point real quick and then and then we will move on to something else. Um but, you yeah. know, yeah. Hey, what's up? Me, Welcome to the show, Marty from Server One Ninety Six. Welcome. Go ahead, mm, Marty. I heard you, but now you're you're not there. You are on push to talk. V. Ready says, Hello. "Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show." Hey. <laughs> Marty, Marty, struggling here. V. Ready says, "For APAC, the maintenance was toward the end of Lat Monday." So did was Apex uh, maintenance running extremely early? Is that is that what he's talking about? I guess I guess so. I, I so anyway. Okay, I'm going to give you some valid point. And again, on, what? It, it just goes back. Hang on. To, Today's Wednesday, eh? I know, but but now but, some of the, some of the Apex did have maintenance yesterday. I think is, is uh, okay. Is Fisticuffs in here?
2: No, I thought, I thought it was this afternoon. I mean, I don't. It was like this morning for us and this afternoon, or was it a day earlier? Was it? Oh, AIPAC okay, right, got it. apologize. Yeah, I APAC it got it yesterday,
0: thing. and US and European got it this morning. Uh, this morning, my time. So. Um, anyway, guys, I don't, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to drag this out. We'll go with it. Uh, so here's what we're going to summarize. Here's what we'll summarize is that if maintenance is scheduled to take three hours, let's let it take three hours, right? Um, if it takes a little bit over, see, I, I mean, I'm, some of you guys who are in IT, you probably know that that's really tough. Okay, unless you overshoot it, but then you're intentionally keeping players out of the game. Let's say let's say that's what they did. They said three hours is more
2: than enough, uh, uh, more than enough time. All right. And uh, under promised, over delivered. That's all I'm going to say. That's what they did. They said it may take up to three hours. It took an hour and a half. Everyone should be happy about that. Would you realistically? That's what they did. So Marty says, because it was restarted early,
0: people got sniped on events. Now, I'm going to bring up this point, and I have always maintained this point. Big Country, I know you're in here, and you and I have had many conversations about this. Big Country, uh, please come into voice and let us you and I have a quick conversation because you and I have actually talked about this in the past. Uh, And I, me personally, I I believe I've even said this to you guys, I don't like the concept of of preloading for events. To be perfectly frank with you, on my server, right before event reset, I go around looking for zeros and over cargo, and I kill them all. Okay? I kill them all, because preloading for an event is... that. Yeah, I know I'm going to sound like a whiny baby for a second, but to me, that is, a, that is as much cheating as this game allows you to get away with. Preloading for an event is... In, in my mind, it's cheating. All right. Now I know Big Country disagrees. Big Country, you'll preload for ten hours, won't you? Ah, uh, yeah, will Andrew? Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. He preloads for for literally the entire first day. He preloads, and then you know he gets off the uh, you know resets at the event reset or whatever, and then he's done with his event. But that gives not, him that gives not, him a not a not a whole day, but I'll do
3: you know 8 hours or 10 hours or the night before something like that but i mean listen if if you pay money to have miners or ships that can go where no man or not many other people are going to go you will take advantage of that and that's you know to me i'm a, i would argue that that's I paid to have that advantage, along with other players on sure. my server or on our server. I get it, and, and that's that why advantage. I say I mean,
0: I'm not. That's- I'm not calling anybody a cheater. I just, right. I, I, I personally don't believe in it. All right. Now, a lot of you guys are are using my own words against me. DJ, pre-planning and preparation. Isn't that what you say? Housekeeping, using a game mechanic is not cheating. Uh, Tequila says the game teaches us to plan. Uh, Maztec says the game is all about planning ahead. You guys are using my exact words against me. Uh, It it just, uh, and Wicked Witch says the same thing. If people want to preload, let them. I I get it. I mean, I I don't don't chastise anybody. Big country, have I ever said mean words to you because you preload? No, no, I don't know. No, and, and listen, uh, I know that when I preload,
3: I am running a greater risk of having my miner hit, per, and it does happen. In fact, you know, and I, I'll tell this story uh, just real quick. For it was about three weeks ago or four weeks ago, I had my Hydra fully loaded with four hundred thousand of four star material, epic gas. So it's like. 200 and something thousand overprotected. Mm. It's fully loaded. 13 seconds, 13 seconds before the event (laughs) clicks. Then somebody hits that (laughs) mine. And of course, that's 8 million points that week. Jonathan Ingram wins the solo event, beats me by 2 million points. If Pew hits me 15 seconds later, like I win the event. But I know that, listen, that's a risk that I take, you know, if I'm going to preload. And, and I don't ever complain about why well, I don't complain about any hits regardless of whether they're fair or unfair. I know.
0: Not fair. I I know. And that's why that's why but, I singled you out to have this conversation. Yeah. Cuz you and I've had this conversation. You and I've talked about deep space mining, we've talked about overcargo mining and, and this and that and and we've even talked about preloading and 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 guys, let me let me be very clear. I uh, I have my own personal opinion on it, but I'm never going to fault anybody. So for all that you guys are saying that are that are using my words against me, Prater says, delete the 11-day calendar from your channel then. I, I, listen, I'm not saying anybody shouldn't do it. Me, personally, I don't believe in it. I, I don't like the idea of preloading. But... Um, I'm not going to tell anybody how they're supposed to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to tell anybody how they're supposed to play. Um, but then Marty says, but you know what? Uh, by that same token, then, it becomes unfair when Scopely messes with the schedule. And, you know, Marty, I can see that point. Big, let me ask you. Uh, from Marty's perspective, do you see that ending maintenance early is actually a problem for those that are going into a mining event?
3: Uh, no, I, I don't. Have, I, I mean, I don't see any issue with it. But I mean, everybody's going to have their opinion. I don't. You know, it's whatever.
0: Do, so, and, so, and again, I want to. I want to go back to this, Marty. Um, you're talking. So, you were talking about your your event yesterday because you had um, you had maintenance yesterday that ran concurrent with your Lat Monday. Is that correct? So your LAT Monday must run at a different time. Does your LAT Monday run on Tuesdays on the APAC servers? Is that is that what happens? Because and again, I, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, what I I honestly thought that they were all everybody's Monday. Like if if APAC is a day ahead, then they get their LAT mining on Monday you know, on their Monday, which is our Sunday, so to speak. That's how I thought it worked. So if United States gets lat mining on Monday, it's Tuesday for the APAC servers. Is that when you guys get it? Marty says lat rush ended two hours after maintenance was scheduled to start. Um, Two hours after. So, (laughs) Marty if if Latrush ended two hours after maintenance was scheduled to start, how would you have taken them off the node if maintenance was still going? I mean coming off maintenance early would have would have allowed you to reset your miners and get your points, right? I'm not sure I'm not so Marty said so the server was restarted one hour oh one hour before the end, but you didn't log in. I got you. Prater says the same thing. Lost a mine to a player due to an early start. I knew where he was, uh, so got to his oh, got to his base with my auger before his Sally got back, and I took back my overcargo as well as eleven thousand additional crystal. Uh, then I t- <laughs> then I took out another one of his ships. I I get it. Okay, so I get it, and we'll and we'll move on. This is this is very technical, and I understand. Um, I I do understand what you're saying, but I guess it, it kind of goes back into um, you know better I don't I don't even know how, how how do you avoid that just don't schedule maintenance when you've got a mining event I mean do we expect their technical department to work around the event schedule is that what we're asking because I'm trying to figure out a piece of feedback here I'm trying to figure out the the end game Marty what do you do here yeah I don't know there's nothing Matt Dog says no feedback make ceasefire proper. Okay, svanen what do you uh let's let's talk about let's talk about ceasefire, okay? What do you uh, I mean, the ceasefire was typically 4 hours. They extended it to 8. And uh what are you saying, Svanin? You want ceasefire to go back to 4? What if it happens overnight? What if it
2: happens? I going-
3: think maybe, I think he's talking about like ceasefire for miners. Like you can't hit any ships
2: oh god okay. no come on that's <laughs> never gonna happen oh, i, think, I'm talking about no, I'm saying I not, think
3: that's what i think that's what he was uh,
2: saying. oh i know big country i know you're not a patriot for this anyway i mean we've spoken about this topic before i mean guys miners are miners at the end of the day you really shouldn't have ships out anyway during any maintenance period okay because that's just bad practice If you're going to preload and do stuff during the maintenance period, then, hey, you're going to have to sit there and you're going to have to then, after an hour, an hour and a half, you're going to have to sit there and spam the reconnect button, you know, if you really want to make sure. Exactly. It's a high-risk thing. And, you know, you can't complain to Scopely. They reduced the time of maintenance. They said around about three hours. It was an hour and a half okay so you know they built in a buffer period obviously to you know if anything went wrong and you know it's the first sort of time that they've done that with us as players they gave us feedback on it there was no need for compensation because nothing overrun there were there were there was nothing wrong with the update as far as i can see there's no bugs there's no problems there's nothing else going on and you know, we got eight hours instead of a four hours
0: peace shield. I like. I like Stephen's Aaron's idea. Uh, let's go back to the day where there were no peace shields. All right, let's let's just go back to the yeah. day that required. <laughs> you remember those? Let's oh just my go God, back, man, guys. Brown for those of you new moment. players, all right, for those of you new players who are in the game today and you're fussing about ceasefire for mining. Okay, let's go back to when peace shields didn't exist. Okay. Like seriously, there was no leaving your ships out in space because you had to have them in your dock to prevent yourself from being stolen from and By the way, if you got hit, your temp bubble was only five minutes all right let's let's break out let's break out a bottle of go back in the day. And uh, and you guys remember how it used to be. Let's not get over technical here, okay? Let, let's not get too awful crazy here with what we're expecting uh, because what we have today is – how do I put this delicately, JB? What we have today is a paradise for folks who – you know, I, I I can't even finish that sentence. You know what we have today, those of you who, those of you who understand what I'm saying, you know what we've got today. Okay,
2: snowflakes. I didn't say that. I didn't say it. I hey, did. Hey, I'm Br- going to call you snowflakes. <laughs> you, you're being snowflakes about it. Come on, guys. You know, snowflakes. Oh That's it. Good.
0: All right. You hear that, battalion? Called y'all snowflakes, guys. Summer I- children. I, I'm just I'm just gonna say it's it's better. It? Listen, ceasefire wasn't a thing. Ceasefire wasn't a thing until several months ago. Okay, and and I understand why. And you know what? You know what? I like your idea, Snake Eyes. I like your idea. Snake Eyes says, uh, ceasefire should not ever be a thing except for emergency maintenance. If a maintenance is planned, then you should plan with it. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind that at all get rid of ceasefire (laughs) unless unless it's an emergency unless it's an emergency with the
3: exception that they should add the extra hour and a half on this one
0: uh with the exception of them adding oh you mean but but ending because they said it was a three hour and it was only an hour and a half so if they gave an hour and a half ceasefire all's well okay i mean yeah no I'm, i'm cool with that I'm, I'm okay with that. Again, if, if the player expected the game to be online at 6 a.m. and it was online at 4.30 a.m., but, I mean, would you have not had a shield up for longer than 6 a.m. anyway? Because I know anytime there's a maintenance, guys, I mean, and this is just for some of you veteran players, some of you guys who have been, you know, back in, you know, day one with me, all right, if there's a maintenance, I don't throw less than a 24-hour shield. All right, that's just me personally. If they say there's going to be a three-day or three-hour maintenance, I'm throwing a minimum of 12 hours and usually a 24. V-Ready says three-day shields for me. Yeti says 24. Dub Big says 24. Big Country says 24. Shinjo says 24. Hudson says 24. Guys, all right, so you all need to hear. Okay? Y'all need to hear. Scopely can only hold your hand so much. All right? And, and I'm, not, I'm not defending, you know, whatever. I understand maintenance came down early, and that may have uh, adjusted or affected some of you guys. But really, I mean, there's only so much uh, personal responsibility that you can avoid. All right? Put up a shield. <laughs> Plan a little bit. Shield or share. Okay. I sort of missed be- this. I really have. Yeah. It's, it's, because it's and you been know what, Marty interesting being Marty- away for the last for the last few weeks, <laughs> to be very honest. Marty, you summarize it perfectly. You summarize it perfectly. We know the game we're playing. We know the publishers and the developers that we're playing for. Okay? Marty says simply this, and this needs to be this needs to I joke when I say this, it doesn't actually need to, but this could go on a freaking t shirt. Because Scopely cannot keep a schedule. You're not wrong, Marty. So why should we expect compensation when they don't keep the schedule? I mean, not keeping the schedule is freaking normal. Like, that's normal. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? If, If maintenance happens or this happens or an event is scheduled to launch, let's talk about Context is for Kings the other day. The Context is for Kings, Alliance leaderboard came up, no solo milestone. What did people do? They went out and started doing the event. I mean, wh- why? That's like, that's like doing Swarm when no Swarm event pops. All right? I mean, you started. You, wh- why? Why? This is normal. And, and, Marty, I know you're not asking for compensation. I, I know that. I'm not, I'm not labeling you in any way. I know what you're saying. I, I just say you, you've got the nail on the head. If you know... And, and by the way, Scopely, you should probably, should probably make this a sticky note. If your community is literally planning for you to not get things right, like if we consider it normal that you, that you don't get things right on the clock, then that's another problem that, that you need to self-examine. <laughs> okay? If, if we and, – and by the way, let's just look at, say, the last three days' worth of events or the last four or five days' worth of events. Every single day there's been some type of timing issue. All right, we had Context is for Kings. That was an issue. Uh, somebody help me out. There was, uh, there was another event that didn't start on time. Let's see, Context is for Kings is one. Oh, the Context is for Kings Alliance leaderboard disappeared for 20 minutes on day one. You know, that, that disappeared. Black Alert, uh, that's right. Thank you, V-Ready. Black Alert launched, uh, what, two or three hours late, and, and this happened. And again, I don't know why you would do this as a player. I don't know why you would do this, but Black Alert was delayed, I think, about two hours, and people said, oh, well, it didn't show up, so I went ahead and built my ship.
4: <laughs> why? Why would you do that?
0: <laughs> why? Why? I ask you, why would you do that? Why? I mean, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. I anyway, I, 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 I... But. But, Scopley. The fact that we've had so many calendar-related uh, issues that, that definitely requires a little bit of a look in the mirror. I think, okay, definitely requires a little bit of a look in a mirror. So, uh, you know that that but but if your community is preparing for that, then that should say something about your reliability when it comes to the clock. All right, uh, let's let's move forward. <laughs> let's let's move forward. We have spent uh, my God did we just spend <laughs> did we just spend forty minutes on clocks and maintenance. It, you know, Snake Eyes, you kind of summarize it right, and and this is almost sad. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna verbalize it. Your community is expecting failure. Your community expects it to be broken. Your community expects it not to work. All right. So let's 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 tighten up details. We've talked about this. Attention to detail. Let's tighten up a little bit. Let's show the community that that you know. We are completely capable of following a clock. We're completely capable of making sure that events launch on time uh, and, and that things pop when they're supposed to. Because then we we get, um, you know, we get customers who are happier because things are happening when they're supposed to happen. They don't have to fuss that, you know, this is missing or that disappeared or, you know, hey, I waited two weeks to build this ship and because the event was an hour late, I built it anyway and now I missed out on the points. All right. Uh, You know, (laughs) it's what it is. Dark Lord says there's been a change to rating with the update this morning. Uh, I am hearing whisper, whisper, rumor, rumor. Let's talk about it uh, coming up right after the break. We are going to take a very quick break right here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, discussing maintenance, the things that we have found, what did they change, and uh, we'll continue our discussion on the Discovery arcs and her progression. Plus, I teased you guys in the last episode, and I said the following words. Discovery would be the most important ship in your fleet and i was met with much criticism and much laughter and much canned tomato throwing we're going to talk about that a little bit more coming up as well my name is ultimate djs we'll be back in a moment don't go anywhere oh for the love of pete uh we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back don't go anywhere this program is made possible in part Thank by Kix cereal and for more rough breakfast fun try our slaps
3: and kidney punches cereal
1: President Trump here with a dedication to the late, great Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And let me do this quick because Brett Kavanaugh's having a keg party in her honor pretty soon. I'm gonna use my great brain, find her replacement. I will share when I know, gonna climb me a mountain, the Twitter mountain, jump on all of the fox news shows rbg oh rbg a great woman she's all over tv rbg rbg a great woman now it's all up to me Folks, I'll have my pick out soon. So far, I like Judge Judy. She's great. And Aaron Judge on the Yankees is great, too. Right into this world, all alone, God takes your soul.
0: is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to the show. You guys are going crazy in the chat. Going crazy in the chat. And I appreciate the conversation that you guys are having. Yeah, Big Country uh, Big Country has requested some Pitbull. Uh, we might uh, see if we can fit that in here in just a little bit. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And uh, I, I chuckled at a comment Lieutenant Razek made during the break. If Scopely actually like worked as intended, Would we, in fact, actually have a show? (laughs) You know what? The funny thing about that is we probably wouldn't have as much content as we have now. Maybe they're doing it for my benefit. (laughs) Maybe it's our super secret arrangement, right? Maybe uh, in order to do four hours a week of content, they have to give me like two hours of good and two hours of bad, right? Uh, So maybe maybe it's our deal. (laughs) Maybe. Oh yeah, they're trying to help us get up to a thousand subscribers. That's what they're trying to do. Uh yeah, so <laughs> anyway. Uh guys, welcome in. Uh let's do this very quickly. So uh I, I'm I'm gonna talk about rating here in just a second because you guys are gonna have to fill me in. I haven't I, I will say this, Stevens Aaron, you were with me yesterday uh on stream and I did stream a little bit in Discord. Uh, Just a little bit. I'm still working on the hardware. For whatever reason, I'll tell you this, Snake Eyes. Streaming on YouTube is apparently, hardware-wise, way more uh, complicated, way more demanding than streaming on Discord. I can stream on Discord, no problem. But to stream on uh, YouTube... Is it it crashes everything? (laughs) It crashes everything. So I've been streaming on Discord. You guys know that I have been on my path to four and a half billion steel. And actually, as I discovered uh, on the last show, uh, it was actually more like uh, my path to six billion. My path to six billion steel. So I've been rating a lot. As a matter of fact, yesterday was my best day of rating yet. A lot of folks, uh, I've been saying, hey, listen, you want to get your rating shoes on, all right? Go out and do some rating. Because right now, with the use of Discovery, literally everybody in the galaxy who's participating is in lower space. Okay? They're, They're in lower space. So rating has been great. Yesterday... Yesterday, I'll tell you guys a great Conquest story. And, again, I apologize for some specific members of Server 15. I rated, and this is no lie, people saw it. I had screenshots. All right? I rated 1 billion steel yesterday. I'm not even kidding you. 1 billion in one day. And it wasn't off any one player. I probably rated 50 bases yesterday. One billion steel in one day. It was it was a lot of hours. Uh, it was a lot of grind, but I needed it, and uh, I have punched the button now for Ops Thirty Nine. Whoop, whoop And my refinery opened up some stuff that makes me want to gag. Uh, my refinery opened up four star refining, <laughs> which, by the way, is stupid expensive for all common payout. Bleah. Anyway, um, yeah, it was. Uh, it w- I just had time yesterday, Prater. I, I. It wasn't. You know. I don't normally have been able to do that. I've actually not been able to rate any today. I just had time yesterday. Um, but yeah, uh, one billion steel yesterday. So the reason that I bring that up, and we're going to talk about rating, because yesterday was apparently the day to do it. Today, apparently. Rating got maybe A little bit tougher We're going to talk about what you guys have found uh, and, uh, and apparently It's not affecting everybody But we are going to talk a little bit about that coming up in a minute uh, However, the first thing that I want to get to The first thing that I want to get to Is the thing that you guys are all making fun of me for You guys, I said this on the last show Everybody said DJ, you must be drinking DJ Don't be silly DJ, are you drunk again? Are you drinking on the show again? Because here's what happened, and I don't have it on clip, so I'm going to reenact it. Hey, community. Ultimate DJ's here. Ultimate DJ says the Discovery's the best. I love the Discovery. The Discovery is
2: going to be great. You guys wait. You guys wait. Is going to be good. Y'all wait.
0: Come here. Let me tickle you. Tickle.
1: Tickle. 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 <laughs> mm.
0: That's what happened. <laughs> That's what happened on the last show. I said that the Discovery. Oh, bye, Paul. Bye, Pawpaw. Paul is fixed. Okay, that's great. That's great. You want to go back in the house? Why are you outside and it's naked and it's only sixty degrees? My little boy is out here. I mean not wearing not wearing a shred of clothing, folks. I mean stark ass naked. <laughs> go go inside. Seriously, go on. Snake has market an edit here. This ladies and gentlemen is why you pre plan shows normally. Market <laughs> market mark edit here, please. Uh, anyway. Alright, so so yes. I said on the last show, and Big Country actually was not here, right, Big? Uh, come in, voice. You said uh, that you didn't get a chance, but you said, man, I wish I was on the show. I wish I was live on the show because when you said the Discovery was going to be uh, the best ship in your fleet, you told me that you would have literally laughed at me out loud. Is that correct? that is correct <laughs> that, is, that is that is correct he says let me tell you <laughs> hold on guys discovery
1: is great
0: i'm kidding uh guys i said this for a very specific reason i know a lot of you guys think i was drunk when i said it i'm not i'm not crazy I'm not. I'm not crazy, guys. Mark my words. All right. I'm going to take a couple of minutes and answer a few questions. <laughs> Poor trucking chick. Trucking chick says my alliance called me an idiot for telling them what you said, guys. Here's, <laughs> I God, Snake Eyes. You're the only person that knows this. All right. You're the only other person in this room right now that knows what I know. Okay. Please put in text. Am I being am I being sarcastic? Am I being dramatic? He says I'm not saying nothing. Come on. Come on, back me up, partner. Back me up, partner. Do you be- Look, look right there. Got somebody clip that. Somebody please screenshot that and save it and put it into the graphics room. The discovery will be worth it by the way yeah that's right housekeeping he wrote in all caps ladies and gentlemen i'm here to tell you i'm here to tell you folks the uss discovery will reveal herself in time (laughs) karkin says your hint is turning into an essay listen karkin you're you're forgetting hang on you're forgetting that i didn't have any plans for today Okay, I didn't have any plans for today. I'm gonna take every little piece of content that we do and I'm gonna stretch it out for about 30 minutes, okay? (laughs) Guys, (laughs) all right, now Big says, Big says, worth it? and best ship in the fleet are two totally different statements. You know what? I agree with that. I'll go with that. All right? I'm with Crazy says, in time? How much time? Six months? Yawn. All right? Uh, (laughs) Marty says, so what? Your producer, your own uh, teammate backed you up. Yeah, that's right he did. That's right he did. All right, so let's go to Big's comment first. All right, let's go to Big's comment first. Worth it and best ship in the fleet. So you know what? I, I will, uh, Big, I'll give you points. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, a tick mark to your credit. I am going to say that it will be the best event ship in your fleet. Now, if you're comparing this ship to, say, your Pylum, okay, then maybe not. Okay, I, maybe not. But me personally, big, big, come in, voice, come on, c- c- come, on come on, come on, come on, big, <clears throat> me personally, I think that this ship is going to provide you more <sighs> <sighs> flexibility, versatility, perhaps thune. Thun, Snake Eye says. Snake Eye says it will have value for almost every player. I think it'll have value for every player, to be perfectly frank with you. All right. Lieutenant Razek says every ship has a purpose. Do we even know what the real purpose is yet? I'll tell you this. I have told you what the obvious is, okay? The long-term play of this ship is obvious. It's badges, okay? It's badges. However... um. That is what we see here and now during Arc 1. During Arc 1. And I am going to also quote Snake Eyes on something else. Guys, go back. Please go back. Big country. Go back to Vidar or Borg Arc 1. And did people think that the Vidar was amazingly, incredibly awesome? Because, uh, oh, da Big says the Vidar is trash. Do you say the you say the Vidar is trash too? Oh my gosh! I see you
3: lose credibility
0: making you that that's a tough. You're gonna have to really back that one up, da Big. All right, because th- that ship I see more Vidars, big country. All right, I know I keep calling on you because again. I'm just – I'm trying to stretch everything out here. Big Country, how many Vidars do you see floating around Server 15 on a daily basis? I bet – Oh, a lot. A ton. An absolute ton, 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 guys. That's why when you say, in my
3: opinion, when you're like, hey, this is going to be the most beneficial event ship, I'm like, man, the Vidar is amazing. That's awesome. Even the Franklin – lets you kill you know <laughs> you know swarm and then you can collect you know to get material you know later like it has its purpose dar is you know a great ship you know that's why i'm like this is going to be as
0: good. okay down
3: the road all Obviously right we give it time but the Vadar is a great ship.
0: big people people are accusing you of uh of not being a whale because apparently the Vidar doesn't help the whales. So apparently you're not a whale, Big. Can you share with the community uh, your ops level, please? I'm a ops 45. An ops 45. Uh, hey, does that count as a whale? Anybody? I'm just curious because I, I don't know. I don't know. All right. V-Ready says, I'm a 42, and I think the Vidar is awesome. All right. Hydra says, yeah, that's a whale. All right. Did you say 45 or 43. Did you say 40? 45. 45. He's 45. Uh, Spock says, no, 45 is not considered a whale anymore. Sorry, Big. You've lost your title. Hand over your whale card, please. Probably. (laughs) Hand over your your whale card, please. Kano says, 46 is the new benchmark. Sorry. And Shinjo says, why aren't you level 50, bro? Why aren't you level 50? All right. Uh, Guys, here's what I'm saying. The Vidar has been a wildly important ship. All right. A wildly important ship. All right, It has had long-term relevance, 100%. Nobody can deny it. All right, Absolutely nobody can deny it. Uh, Big, I'm going to ask you, and I know that people don't necessarily feel the long-term effects yet of Stella because it is still relatively new. We've only had Stella for now, at this point, less than 90 days. Um, and a lot of people are hovering probably between 20 and 30 or 20 and 40 on their M level research if they're progressing free to play. Okay. Which, by the way, I have been with you. I've walked along with you and I'm, I'm M31. All right. Um, and I even joked with Big. I said, you know what? I kept my promise through all three of the arcs. I kept my promise through all three of the arcs that I was not going to spend money on research particles, even though I kind of wanted to. Uh, well, now the arc is over. I made it all ninety days. I told you guys I was going to walk you through it, free to play. I'm an M31. I'm doing fine in Armadas, and I did buy a Stella Pack yesterday, Big. I found I couldn't wait anymore. I bought Stella Prime and I bought a, a Particle Pack because I just I need to I need to move along. But now, Big, your M level research—have you broken a hundred yet? You told me you were at ninety-six. I think is that correct? i'm uh, 98 98 now. 98 your m level is 98 would you argue now again you've spent money that's expensive i don't understand that but has the research helped you as a player do you believe that stella has long-term benefit in the game
3: um oh no i i do i i agree i'm i'm looking forward to getting some of the the G4 research to increase, you know, increase uh, impulse speed, increase uh, trit repair bill, increase uh, dill repair bill. Like I- I'm looking forward to getting a lot of those, and you know, obviously that's uh, to me, it's why I think you know, long term, it has a great potential for all players alike.
0: Okay, so we've we've crossed the bridge of the Vidar. Worth it. Long-term, has value. Stella, still new. All right? Outlaw research, important. Long-term, has value. All right? By the way, I remind you guys that Big Country is the first person, the first player in the galaxy who made it to known associates. All right? He's taken that outlaw arc, uh, he's taken the outlaw research and the Stella arc incredibly seriously. He maxed it out. He spent money on it. He t- he believes in it. And he is telling you that it has long-term impact on the game. Silent Stabber says, the only uh, flop of an event ship, I feel, is the Franklin. I'll tell you why I even disagree with that, Stabber. Now, the Franklin was the long. I mean, we, we're complaining about... Uh, we're complaining about the Stella. We're saying that that's probably potentially a year-long expansion, but wasn't the Franklin? The Franklin was an incredibly long expansion as well. An incredible expansion. Very long, but it has a significant payout. And that is free epic shards. Free epics. All right? And, and, and if you have Con maxed, well, then you're a PVP giant. And you're getting transporter patterns to work on the other ones. Cawthorn says, it took me forever to knock the Franklin out. Absolutely it did. Absolutely it did. But it's a, it's, it's a great ship. Silent Stabber says, Frank can't do anything but swarms. Well, the Vidar doesn't do, well, as far as hostiles go, the Vidar doesn't do anything but Borg probes. Now, it's, it's good in that it's a good base defense miner you know, or uh, raider, things like that. Uh, the Stella, okay, the better comparison would be the Stella. The Stella doesn't do hardly anything in real combat, okay? Doesn't do anything in real combat. It's for Mud Doc 31 says the Franklin is great if you use it what it's designed for. All right, so now you guys are moving on to the Botany Bay. Well, the Botany Bay is trash. (laughs) The Botany Bay is not really trash either. Guys, what did we say on the last show? What was it that you said, Snake Eyes? What did you say, Snake Eyes? You said uh, if I'm trying to use... Uh, a wrench to hammer a nail, then of course I'm not going to like the wrench, right? Isn't that what you were saying? You said that if I'm not using the right tool for the job, then I'm going to hate the tool. All right, Marty says the Botany Bay is crap. Here's here's what I use the Botany Bay for. Please stop. Here's what I use the Botany Bay for. First of all, obviously, Dad, I'm just doing my music. okay, you can't do your music right now. No, I'm doing it by- you, you you you. All right, I tell you what. Here's what's going to happen. Because I got a bunch of people here. Here's what's gonna happen. I mean, you can press one button. You can press any button you like. Oliver's gonna be DJ Mixmaster. You get to press one button. It's gonna be the off button. Any button you want, and then you're gonna go back in the house The update button. Yeah, don't I, click I'll that take bets on that. which one you go to press? Come on, hurry up. Pick one. One, one. Oh, why would you press that? That's not even the right mouse button. He just deleted my cart machine. He just deleted the oh, just stinking. You're okay Alright, you want to click this one right here? You know what that one is? That's actually you
2: Hi guys, welcome to my channel It's me, Oliver DJ And welcome to my channel of Mean Day And so... Yeah, 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 goodbye
0: Goodbye That means now you're going in the house Goodbye, naked boy Go back in the house Okay So, okay, you guys are talking about the Botany Bay. Let's talk about the Botany Bay. Now, granted, it seems a little bit more circular, okay? A little bit more singular in purpose. It mines the data, okay? But the data is still helping us acquire currency and acquire officer shards in the Augment Store. Not only that, but acquiring directives in the Outlaw Store. All right, now, I don't like data mining. Doc31 says, of all mining, I despise data mining the most. I agree. I don't like it. I don't like it at all, but it serves its purpose. There's no other ship in the game that can mine at over 1 million materials per, uh, per hour. None. By the way, Britalian, thank you for the reminder. It also provides independent credits. Okay? Also provides independent credits. And here is the real-world application. All right, JB says I actually love the Botany Bay. It's incredibly versatile, and I'm not trolling. You know what, JB? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to him because you and I use it for the same thing, guys. It is one of it's the fastest ship in your fleet, aside from the Rialta, that has the warp range to go a lot of places. For example, how about exchange space? For Armada defense, all right. Let me let me tell you a story. You guys know I'm in an alliance that's at war, all right. The opposing alliance, the opposing alliance has some big players, has some big players, okay. Um, and and I can't defeat their ships, can't do it, all right. But if I have timed an Armada to the point where I'm going to show up, say in the last 20 seconds. If I'm going to show up in the last 20 seconds and I need to make sure that I have tied up my enemy long enough for that 10-second circle to lock me in, I'm going to use the incredibly cheap and incredibly fast Botany Bay to suicide against those other ships and tie them up. All right, another point of the Botany Bay, not as good as a faction ship, not as good as a Horizon, but when you are raiding a base that is actively being defended upon or defended against, the Botany Bay is a great raider. All right, it's 325,000 guaranteed because ain't nobody catching it. Nobody catching it. It's better than an envoy. It's better than an envoy. If you are level 25 and down and you have a Botany Bay that is decently, like, you know, for your level, as maxed as you can get it, it's better to raid with than your envoy. So, yes, the Botany Bay has abilities. All right? And and I'm sorry if you guys don't use all these abilities, but y- you don't need to. Every ship is not designed for every single person to be able to use. If you're never at war, if you are never raiding a base, uh, if you are never raiding a base that has defense, huh, there's no catching it. All right? the Big says no catching it. Are you sure? All right. I mean, again, in the right scenario, of course, you know, if you happen to intercept it, if you happen to T-bone it, All right? Cawthorn says, I still think all the event ships are worth it. They are the right tools for the right job. Snake, I said the same thing. Right tool for the task. There are uses for every single one of these ships, which brings me back around to the uses of these ships have never been apparent during their arc. All right. What was the Botany Bay good for during the augment release? Anybody who's a veteran player, speak up. Big country, uh, Karkin, anybody who was in this game when Augment was first released, what was its purpose? In the game. At that time, Ardvark got it. Mining data. That was its, data. That was its sole and singular purpose was mining green data. JB. <laughs> says nothing. All right. Mining green data. That was it.:
5: It actually had uh, better cargo than the envoy. So you, it was a fairly decent raider as long as the base you were going against wasn't too hard because its kinetic shots were slower and didn't actually do as well as the envoy.
0: Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> all right. I mean, during the arc, during the arc, when it was a tier one or tier two or tier three for most people, all right, didn't have a lot of purpose other than mining data. Its purposes became eventually clear. Eventually. All right. Let's take a look at the Franklin. The Franklin, during its original month one, month of release, what was it good for? And this is a trick question, so you guys see if you can think about it. What was the Franklin good for the month of its release? Aardvark says swarm events, and I'm here to argue with you. Uh, Aardvark and Marty, who say swarm grind. JB has this one right. Absolutely nothing because because the Franklin was absolutely weak, weak weak-sauce at its earliest tiers. And if you guys remember, it was, uh, it was launched at a time when you still had some veteran players, and they didn't get the tier up. The requirements of Swarm were uh, based on your Ops level at the time. So, for example, if I was an Ops 30, I don't remember what it was when Swarm came out, say Ops 28, whatever, uh, my Franklin couldn't come out and hit 28-level Swarm. I had to do it with my Sally. I had to do it with uh, my Mayflower, all right? Because the Franklin started out and couldn't do nothing. It couldn't do anything. You had to get it tiered up and 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 I'm sure we couldn't find this today. But you guys may remember, there was an actual ops chart. Do you remember this when it first came out? It said <clears throat> It said that <coughs> Excuse me. If you were ops say 30 that you were supposed to have your ship at Tier 5 before it became useful. Do you guys remember seeing that chart? Scopely actually released that chart and said, for your ops level, here's where it becomes effective. Meaning, up until that point, it had zero use. You literally had to grind it out with a Sally or another ship just to get the frequency modulators. Or, you're right, Marty, pay to get it up to that tier ASAP. So the Franklins, original use, zip, zilch. And now, literally, I would imagine that 90 to 95% of players in the game use it every week. Yeah, Wicked Witch, it does sound like a broken record because I'm here to tell you, you guys are forgetting the mechanics of an early ship. All right? You forget. I mean, Big Country, was your Stella uh, a powerhouse on day one? No, sure wasn't. No. Took a lot of time, and in his case, took a lot of money. All right, CCS Audio says "Frankly, Frankie is everyday use. And, yeah, I say everyday. I've actually uh, given up on the daily part of it. I just use it weekly now. Tequila says special ships use equals scopely selling packs. Well, that's going to happen. And I'm okay with it if we get the new content with a valid long-term ability. Listen, it's a for-profit company, Tequila. They're going to sell packs. Did you guys happen to notice today? You got packs for all the miners in your store right now, for faction miners. If you wanted to go and get some BPs to a faction miner, today's the day to do it. By the way, same, same token, if you wanted uh, BPs to a Franklin, they're in the store every Sunday. Every Sunday, they're in the store. People say, it's not fair. I can't buy a Franklin. I, they won't let me do these events because I don't have a Franklin. You have literally had a chance one out of every seven days since the last year. <laughs> okay. Aardvark says, most ships are no good until tier five or six. No major surprise there.
4: And so, every event store has had <clears throat> BPs for every single one of them. That's correct.
0: That's correct. That's correct. All right, The ships have value for those who want to find it. CCS Audio uh, kind of summarizes it right there. I like it. And so, guys, when I tell you that Snake Eyes and I have seen the future, we know what's coming down the line in Star Trek Fleet Command. When I tell you that it's going to have massive relevance to you, don't think I'm crazy. Truck and Chick, I hate that your alliance made fun of you. But all they can do is believe you or not. You know what? I hope that you guys do. You guys are my community. Some of you don't, and that's okay. But when the, when the value of this ship is made apparent, I, I, don't, I don't even know what you're going to do. What, what are you going to do? If you decide to give up on this arc, if you decide I'm not going to progress in the discovery. What would you do if all of a sudden it got stupid good with the flip of a switch? And I'm not saying it'll be flip of a switch. I'm just saying, what if, what if it got stupid good? What are you going to do then? Are you going to, are you going to pay money to catch up? Are you going to pay money to catch up? Or are you going to kick yourself for not participating? I mean, are, are you, what are you going to do? Lieutenant Razzik says they're going to complain about not being able to progress the ship like they do with the Franklin. <laughs> Max says, how about you guys just go play the game? All right, and I don't disagree. Play the game with the events that have been given to you, with the currency that's been provided to you for free. Go play the game. Don't get behind. Don't get behind. Blokeman says, my theory is that you will be able to merge servers with the Discovery. Uh, I do not uh, have any idea about that. (laughs) I have no idea. Mac says, if it's fun, we'll play. If it's not, we won't. And Mac, that's great advice. I've literally been saying that for months and months and months. If you don't like it, don't do it. Okay. But what you like today may be different a month from now. Big Country says, my message to my alliance is simply this. I'm sure the discovery is going to be important. I recommend to get it, but recommend to grind it and take advantage of what Scopely gives you, but I would not spend money on it. Cool. That's fine, too. I told you during the last show, I'm not telling you to spend money on it. As a matter of fact, I, I, would, I would probably wait it out, all right? Don't take my word for it. I don't want to be responsible for taking money out of your pocket. I do not want to be responsible for that. I am not telling you to spend even if Scopely said, hey, encourage these packs, I'm going to say, listen, I'll tell you that I think the ship is going to be worth it, but I'm not going to tell you to spend because I am not going to be directly responsible for taking money out of your pocket. What I will tell you is when the ship, not if, when the ship's uh, potential reveals itself to you, then do what you want to do. If you feel that it's worth spending money on, then go for it. If you still want to grind it out, do that too. Who cares? Okay? Who cares? All I'm saying is you guys have thought I was drunk. No, I was not. I am dead serious when I tell you. I am dead serious when I tell you this ship has ramifications for your future in this game and I do not recommend. Guys, this is the first ship that has been launched since over 50 Four years of content has been unlocked for use in this game do you think do you think that they're not going to start out with a bang okay I think personally Scopely has uh, design wise actually did pretty daggone good with this arc in, in the in their ability to create something new all right, technologically speaking, mechanically, you know, we, we've struggled this arc, but I'm glad to see them trying something new. I'm glad to see them. Yeah, it might, it's actually longer than that, isn't it, JB? But I think it's longer than 54 years. When did the first one start? 1967. 1967 is 33 years. It's the year, so 53. Sorry, 53, not 50. What did I say? 54. Sorry, it's 53. Oh, Shinjo says it was 1966. Then it is 54. Boom. All right, Boaz says DJ it boils down to the fact that if people only have hammers, they have to see all issues as nails. A full toolbox is a must in this game. Boaz, I'm slightly missing your point because all of these different ships do do different things. Okay, I mean, so I'm kind of missing your point there a little bit. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> I did say doo do. <laughs> okay, uh, guys, I am going to move on from this. I have given you my, my warning yet again. Probably shouldn't have done it even the first time, but I did, and I'm doing it again. And if your Alliance members don't believe you, I'm sorry. They can talk to me. Share the podcast. Let them hear it. Maybe they'll hear something in my voice that says maybe we should give it a try. Maybe we should give it a try. Okay, Let's talk about base rating. Uh, Now, Snake Eyes or somebody, I'm going to have to have you guys take point on this. I rated a ton of bases yesterday. I've rated nothing today. What are you guys seeing uh, in base rating today? (laughs) Arian says, we want in DJ We Trust engraved in the hood of the USS Discovery. I'm totally down with that. I like that. Scofield. DJ,
3: where's your base at, and I'll, I'll go see what's different about <laughs> <Where> today's mechanics.
0: <laughs> you want to know where my base is so you can test today's mechanics. <sighs> you know what, Big? I'll do that for you. I'll do that for you. Uh, leave all your survey ships away from me, okay? And I'll. Hey, all right. So, Snake Eyes, what should I do? <laughs> you you all leave right. all survey <laughs> ships away. Uh, I'm going to do this for the show. Hey, guys, uh, Snake Eyes, what condition should I be Trying to duplicate. Do I leave ships in dock? Do I take ships out of dock? What are what are we even seeing? What's the hypothesis? All right. Snake Eyes says there are uh, reports that some bases are repairing like they used to before the combat update. So you're what? Gosh, I don't even remember what that was. What was it? It was uh, Big Country. Help me remember. What, was it Hull that was repairing? Yeah, it was Hull, wasn't it? Uh, if I remember right, if you crack the base, that was why you had to have survey ships that had some power to them back then, because if you cracked the base, uh, they would automatically restore fifty percent of the base's hull. Is that correct? Somebody help me remember what it, the way it was a year yeah. ago.
3: It didn't repair the shield,
0: just all. So yeah. shield. It's not. It's not hull. It's shield. So you're saying, all right. So uh, JB on this particular screenshot. The base was already cracked. You were raiding, and then randomly, randomly, as a one-time occurrence, the shields recharged to full, or was the shields recharged for every hit, therefore, uh, moving forward? What happened there? JB says this screenshot's from an hour ago, and he shows a cracked base with a full shield. That image does not mean it's cracked. Yes, it does, because there is no hull. And there's no red on the hull either. So that base is absolutely cracked. There's no hull. There's no red on the hull.
4: Just because it's showing no hull there on the screenshot does not mean it's
0: cracked. Because it's showing no hull on the screenshot doesn't mean it's cracked.
5: So it's usually double
3: the hull.
0: So
3: because yeah. a lot of times when you scan a base, even if the hull is not showing, that that doesn't mean you can guys, still get a minor. End, I understand, especially
0: with the tougher bases. I understand, like guys. guys hang on, hurt. hang on. I know what I, the I, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about on a scan, and I'm I'm agreeing with you. As a matter of fact, I love to sandbag people that way. All right, if they think if they get through, all right, if I repair only one gun, it still shows on a scan that I'm fully cracked. This is not a scan. This is a battle report. All right, and on battle reports, they do show properly. Okay, uh, there's emergency maintenance in three minutes. Oh, <laughs> whoops! All right, see. Uh, uh, a Shouldn't have talked about it. They're listening. They know. All right, JB probably, says yeah. JB says it's definitely cracked. I rated it for thirty minutes. All right. Okay. Well, the server's going down. So uh, row R- 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 you guys emergency. Emergency maintenance, you better go throw up some shields. Go throw some shields um, so we don't have a reason to complain later.
4: All right. Because of the because of the uh, rogue store, there's been issues with the rogue store. That's why they've found...
0: Um, All right, what's going on with the rogue store? Yeah, the Infinity Stella bug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Infinity Stella bug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't going to talk the, about rogue that. Yeah, rogue store is half empty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah you may find that there's a lot of uh anything that involves stellar particles or stellar is suddenly disappeared from your rogue store and uh yeah hence why they're going into emergency maintenance i think they've had a small issue there
0: <laughs> yeah it uh um, yeah, we talk about it on um there's the been hotel. there's been some whispers and and uh i guess so is this now public knowledge i'm not going to name any names i'm not naming no names okay nothing to see here says people all right uh, but here's what happened and now since obviously they know we'll we'll go ahead and share it with you uh, now I'm not talking about the store and missing stuff I'm talking about when you there was a there was some problem with the entire outlaw store to begin with all right because if you uh, if you scrapped your Stella and then you went to claim your scrap rewards if you claimed your scrap rewards, it was giving you that whole scan, right? Except the whole scan would force close your game. And then you restarted it and you got another whole scan. And then it would force close your game. And then you restarted and you got another whole scan. And then it would force close your game. Uh, and you could continue doing that uh, as one player demonstrated to me. And by the way, I want to be very, very clear. I'm not naming any names. But uh, the player that came to me with this, I said, you know what? Obviously, you got to play your game. But I would not build any of those just so you don't get accused of taking advantage of an exploit. All right? Don't build them. Just, you know, see what happens. Well, he sent me a screenshot, and he is now able to build 23 Stellas. <laughs> 23. All right? Because of this bug. Now, I, again, I, could, I told him, don't you dare build them. Because just as soon as you do, they're going to come at you with an exploit thing, okay? Uh, yeah, Shinjo, someone said five Stellas was good. He, uh, he kept going with it. Now, he didn't build them. He didn't build them because I warned him against that. But uh, he, he, you know, obviously was, was doing some research for the bug and now has enough blueprints to build 23 Stellas. Which, if obviously they know what's happening now, they're probably likely to take those back, okay? And to be fair, they're probably likely to take them back, so... Uh, You know, don't get uh, Don't get too used to having 23 Stellas (laughs) I wish that I had more than I have I ain't gonna lie No, it wasn't Wham But I do wish I had more than I have (laughs) Uh, Now, I gotta be honest with you I don't know anything about maintenance I have not received any communication I don't know anything about it I don't know how long it's gonna last uh, But we can stay here and hang out a little bit And talk you through it But apparently that's what's happening in the store uh, Marty says, "Scopley uh, accused and penalized me for the unlimited refine way back then, and I didn't even use it, so your advice won't work. Uh, they didn't penalize you if you didn't use it; they just took it back, which is what I'm suggesting is going to happen here. They're going to take it back, all right? Uh, but they didn't, they didn't penalize you other than they took it back. So uh, it's kind of the, it's kind of the same kind of thing here. Uh, I, I encourage players not to. Uh, I got a bonus for not doing it." Even though I did do it, well, and that's what I'm saying. I, I encourage players not to build them. All right, I did. I, I mean, obviously, if you got the hole scans, then you got the hole scans. But I encourage players not to build them because obviously it was an egregious bug. All right, it was it was a severe, you know, exploit. I don't know is the right right term because you're not doing anything with malicious intent, uh, which is obviously you know because he didn't build all of them all right so uh yeah you know i mean that's that is what it is don't take advantage of it you know i mean if it happens to your account it happens to your account but if you went and built all 23 stellas well now now it looks like you're trying to take advantage of it servers are down servers are down so hey uh, let's do this right. I to go back on something very quickly dj yeah sure Let's go on Let's go on to the official Discord and share our link with everybody because now that nobody has anything to do, we can bring them all in here and uh, we can all hang out and have some fun. <laughs> uh, somebody, Snake Eyes, can you do that? Oh, wait, no, I guess uh, you probably can't. Here, I'm going to do this real quick. I'm going to take 30 seconds. I'm going to go in the official Discord, and that way we can try to get some cool trolling going on in here. Maybe we, uh, we can get somebody to come in and throw some hate. Maybe we should repeat the segment about the Discovery being the best thing ever. Um, okay, (laughs) this is going to be not good, hey folks, emergency maintenance, and we are live, come hang out and discuss, all right, we've got a lot of edits to do today, Snake Eyes, sorry about that, there you go, okay. Wow, that's getting buried very, very quickly. Perhaps I should put oh. it in that room. There we go. Okay. And, uh, and there we go. <clears throat> so why are the servers down? Hey, what's up, Lordly Serpent? The servers are down because there was problems with the Outlaw uh, outlaw faction store. All right, that's what happens. Uh, Lieutenant Razek says, I'm on a spore node. Now what happens? Now you're going to stay on a zero until the servers come back up, and then you're going to scramble to recall so that someone doesn't steal your 800 cargo. <laughs> on that point, DJ,
2: yeah. we were talking earlier about the frequency of these events, and this is one of the reasons why I think five is too many. Because very quickly, five becomes six, and six becomes seven. So it actually ends up that, that you know, we have, you have to do five completely. But, like, I can't get enough points. I can only get three points per event. So it means then I've got to do the next event, and the next event, and the next event. So basically, every time I can't complete one com- fully, I have to add another event to it.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you can't complete it, that's correct. That's uh, That is correct. I don't even remember what tag I'm supposed to be using here, Snake Eyes. The bot is not functioning. Of course, it would not function here today um <clears throat> welcome to those of you who are joining for the very first time appreciate you uh coming up and uh and hanging out i'm trying to get roles added as quickly as possible uh to those of you who are coming in and i uh, would like to welcome you into the podcast what we're talking about here uh is kind of taking a little bit of a different direction now because now the servers have been thrown into emergency maintenance so what was the reason and uh what actually happened it's because of the Outlaw Faction store. The Outlaw Faction store was in, like, major catastrophe mode, right? Uh, It was giving people extra uh, Stella blueprints. uh, Stella particles were missing. uh, The crystal converters were missing. There was a lot of stuff missing. The uh, directives converter was missing. Uh, Lots of stuff missing. So uh, that is what is actually happening right there. And just now, ladies and gentlemen, an official announcement went out. Commanders, the game will undergo emergency maintenance for an indefinite period of time. We will keep everybody updated as we receive more information from the developers. Thank you for your understanding. And the poops go wild. The poops are going wild, ladies and gentlemen. An indefinite period of time. That is actually... Slightly alarming. Um, So, uh, of course, your mics are potted up. I welcome all of our new listeners. Uh, Welcome into the show. It's kind of like a football game joining, uh, you know, when another football game ends. (laughs) So we welcome our new audience. Welcome in uh, to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And you're hanging out with us here as we discuss what is actually happening in our game. So all servers are now down. Uh, If somebody would... um, Uh, (laughs) Herc says, oh, other video games looking good, looking good. In the middle of an anomaly, in the middle of an anomaly. The good news is, um, obviously, I would be willing to bet that we're going to see some type of compensation. There's always compensation when servers go into maintenance, okay, always. Um, However, you know, I don't know what that is going to involve. I don't know. I think it's going to depend largely on how long the server is down. Okay, how long the server is down for those of you who are trying to join and getting a little bit uh, twisted up here in the discord we do also have a YouTube link if you would like to view on YouTube if that's a little bit easier format for you to participate on or hang out then uh, you can view on YouTube Snake Eyes will provide the link for that all right. Uh, but, yes, we do have uh, emergency maintenance underway. And what we were kind of doing here was just talking about uh, some of the things that we had seen in the game up to this point. And uh, that was actually one. After the maintenance this morning, we discovered issues with raiding. We discovered issues with the uh, Outlaw Faction Store. And now we do have emergency maintenance going online uh, or, well, taking the servers offline. Now, what we are seeing at this particular moment um, and uh, you guys are asking me a lot of questions, so let me try to get to them. And I'm watching several different chats at the same time, so you guys uh, please bear with me here. Um, <clears throat> Commander William Riker says, What about shields for the night for EU servers? So, <laughs> Mr. Riker, I, I got into trouble last time by speaking before I shouldn't have. Remember when I, when I wished the EU players, you know, to have a good night's sleep, that your shields were going to be extended, the ceasefire shields? You remember when I, when I said that? Well, a lot of people took it as only the EU players were going to get that, and, and I actually got my wrist slapped. I, mean, I, got, I got in trouble. <laughs> uh, so I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing. Yeah, Jerry Ryan said that was a lot of fun. I'm not saying nothing until I actually know what is actually happening. Uh, those of you joining us, yes, your game is down. You are in, uh, you are in emergency maintenance for whatever reason we do not know. Okay, uh, We do, uh, well, I mean, we know what was happening in the game. What we don't know is how long it's going to last or what is going to uh, be necessary to fix it. I will say this, uh, as with any type of maintenance, ceasefire is going to come up. Now, some people are saying, well, they're going to go to bed with no shields for European players. And I, and I get that. But just this morning, literally just this morning, they did a daytime maintenance for, for a lot of us. And you got an eight-hour ceasefire. Even on my own server, we were like, well, I guess there's no rating this morning because you got an eight-hour ceasefire instead of four. Okay? Um, So I would imagine, I'm not saying that I know anything, but I would imagine, I mean, they gave you an eight-hour ceasefire this morning. It stands to reason that they're not going to (laughs) cut it in half, you know, when people are going to be going to bed. So I would imagine that things are going to... I'm sure that they're going to take care of things just fine. Uh, Those of you... Uh, who knew that server shutdown was coming I warned you to go put up shields Those of you who were tuned into the podcast I warned you to go throw up shields uh, And you were able to do so Which I am glad for uh, You know Snake Eyes this, this is the kind of stuff that drives me batty Because we've got so many people joining our server right now And our sorting bot Is not functioning now So, oh there it goes Okay now it's working uh, The sorting bot uh, Our Harry Potter bot doesn't seem to be working very well Uh, but, uh, yeah, you guys welcome in, uh, new listeners and veteran listeners alike, supporters of the show. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, Snake Eyes, if you want to maybe send a message to some of the other content creators and we can gather here, there's lots of messages even going on in the content creators chat. Uh, what is happening? What is going on? Well, nobody knows. Nobody knows. So what we'll do is we're going to continue our conversation. Let's just continue and have a little bit of fun. Um, what we were talking about earlier is uh, <laughs> NC says, "When do we hear women and children to the lifeboats, please?" And a string quartet starts playing. I'm hoping uh, that that's not going to happen. Marty says, "I'm getting choppy. Audio is cutting out." I am perfectly fine on my end, but Discord may be uh, <laughs> Discord may be uh, starting to tap out. All right, but uh, if you guys are doing good, then that's good. I'm glad you guys are are sounding fine. As a matter of fact, let's see, Woo, 171 players in the server here. I uh, appreciate you guys all being here. Thanks for hanging out. So uh, let's continue our conversation. Uh, we talked about uh, a little bit about discovery and its relevance in the future. We talked about uh, some of the rating bugs and things like that. Obviously that's going to be addressed here now, OK? I 100 percent expect that that is going to be addressed, and uh, whatever was going on with rating, whatever happened with the uh, outlaw store is going to be corrected with this emergency maintenance. Uh, for those of you uh, who are still hanging out, I, I hate to go to commercial break, but this would be a good spot for us to take one. But uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll we'll hang out. Kukar, yes, you know maybe maybe what we should do, Snake Eyes, is we should clip my voice, giving the reason for maintenance over and over again. Uh, <laughs> Marty says, "Run, Kukar." Yes, maintenance was uh, emergency maintenance was thrown up, uh, and I don't have an official answer on this, but uh, what we observed here. Was that the outlaw faction store was malfunctioning As well as we saw some base rating problems As well Okay uh, So we are, we are seeing some issues there We don't have an exact uh, formal reason um, But it uh, looks like the mods are on it And uh, gonna, let them, uh, gonna let them Take care Raxonar says emergency maintenance is because Scopely is closing up shop I don't think so That's silly Don't be silly uh, yeah, that's what happened. Dreamweaver's got it right. Our level 50 bro uh, had to be out of game for a little bit, and so they just decided to go ahead and, and shut it down for a few minutes. that's right hello hello welcome welcome you guys my name is ultimate djs uh for those of you who are hanging out i appreciate you being here i will answer questions yeah devil's advocate imagine if panic was here you know what i'm going to send him a message (laughs) i bet he doesn't but i'm going to send it anyway hey Let's go on the air live. Come have fun. Yeah, he's going to tell me I'm crazy. Hey, you know what we can do? We can tell people about our promotions uh, and what we've got going on uh, coming up. I told you I've got a brand new game uh, that I could tell you about. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we will play a game, Mr. Fusion. We will play a game, and then we will. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about some of the promotions that we've got going on. Um, very quickly, for those of you joining us for the very first time, welcome. My name is Ultimate DJs. We host a podcast right here in this channel. We do it twice a week, and uh, every single time that we do so, uh, and gosh, the bot is still getting choked down. Uh, those of you, I'm, I'm trying to get your, uh, your roles added here. Sorry about that. Um, but uh, yeah, we do a podcast here twice a week, and usually we have something a little bit more structured to talk about, but since today we are in emergency maintenance, we are winging it. Because uh, that's exactly the reason that we're winging it, right, folks? <laughs> uh, that's why we're winging it. Uh, we're <laughs> we're going to talk. See, I told you, me and Scopely are partners in this. Uh, I told them that I didn't have anything to do, so they just decided to take the servers offline. So that we'd have something to talk about. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, we just wing it all. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, we've talked a lot about today, and I would invite you to visit our website. If you end up, and, and I know I'm kind of blabbering right now, but uh, we do obviously produce a lot of good content, and I'd like to invite you to visit our website so that you can get familiar with what we do. And the podcast that we run at is dot. Uh, Online TalkingTrackSTFC.online. That's our website where you can also find a link to all of our existing episodes. Uh, you can find links to us on iTunes and Amazon Alexa and Google uh, Podcast and Stitcher and Spotify and uh, and all Pandora, all those good ones. iHeartRadio, we're on a bunch of them. Uh, Snake Eyes has a list there for you. You can also find a link to our YouTube channel where we would humbly ask that you go and subscribe to the channel for our video series, we do video series there uh, as well. Video series uh, is uh, just kind of taken off. We started it less than a month ago and building up that channel. So I'd invite you to go and subscribe to the channel. Uh, you can find all links at talkingtrekstfc.online what we're going to do is go ahead and open the floor. I think this is the uh, I think this is the best thing that we can do right now is open the floor for questions, open the floor for your comments and your feedback. And uh, as you come in, you will notice you are on push to talk. So in order to contribute to the show, you will need to use the push to talk capability in your Discord client, and that will give you the opportunity to come in and contribute on the show. So uh, let me, uh, if I may. Let me ask one of our veteran players, one of our veteran listeners who are here on the show uh, most frequently, to go ahead and hop into voice, and let's get the conversation started. You guys have something that you would like to chat about. Uh, we can answer questions. Uh, Lord Farquaad says, are you ready to start the world's longest podcast? We're going to stay on with you for as long as it takes to get some information. All right? We are going to try and, uh, and do that. Uh, Corrad says, server down. What button do I need to press now? I have no idea. Jay Burke says, hopefully maintenance is for getting rid of the worthless G3 common ship BPs. No idea. (laughs) No clue. Captain Mark says, make it a telethon. Who are we raising money for? Are we going to raise money for uh, upgrades to Scopely servers? I don't think we should do that. (laughs) I don't don't think we should do that. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Hey, uh... Yeah, we we could. No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do that again. I said I wasn't gonna. I'm not. I'm not trying. You, you guys who did your part, you did your part, and I very much appreciate it. Uh, Miss Harley Quinn says, "What's up with this?" It pops in at random places. That is your base uh, floating through, uh, and the size of only 25 light years cubed because it's bigger than an entire system. Uh, but no, I mean that does that does happen sometimes. It happens to me usually. Uh, Usually, just switching from galaxy back to system view uh, kind of works. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> Snake Guy says, I'm currently drowning. How long is indefinite? Slaughterer asked. We don't know. Indefinite, uh, by its own definition, means for as long as it takes. We have no idea, okay? Uh, They have not yet given us a time, and we will be watching for that and seeing if we can get you guys some additional information. But as of this moment, uh, indefinite just means simply that. It means indefinite, and we do not have an answer. I am, of course, for those of you who don't know me, for those of you who have never listened to the show, I am an officially licensed content creator for Scopely and am at this moment in time directly plugged in and in communication with the developers uh, and live ops, and we're going to see what information that they provide, although right now, as I've told you guys in the past, the number one priority during an emergency maintenance is server restoration getting the game back online. So I do not expect them to sit here and have a long conversation with me. They're going to do their jobs. They're going to do what they need to do to get the game back online. And once that happens, then I'm sure that they will provide a communication. Uh, I'm hoping that Panic is able to give us uh, some insight here. Uh, but I'm not. it's very, very late in Barcelona. We keep, uh, we keep that in mind. Right now it is uh, 20, 30 minutes before midnight in Barcelona. Okay, so um, Snake Eyes, uh, by the way, you can do that now, all right? He says, slow mode for the chat room. You can totally do that. I can do it for you if you want, but you have that control. Uh welcome in to the show. So, uh for those of you who are joining us here, good afternoon. This is the Talking Trek podcast. We are the official podcast for Star Trek Fleet Command. Uh today what we've been talking about is Discovery and what we've learned about her so far. Uh and then we went into emergency maintenance, which ironically is related to Stella. Um the uh the interesting part of that is is that uh, no one was paying a whole lot of attention except for a few people. A few people were paying attention to that. And uh, were advised to be cautious with that exploit uh, and not necessarily take advantage of it, uh, and uh, and then of course uh, we see that Scopely is aware and trying to get that uh, part of the game fixed. All right. Um, let's see. I'm going to try to uh, I'm going to try to uh, skim through and see if I can get you guys some answers to some of your questions. Um. I don't have it on five-minute. I put it on a 30-second mode, so that should help just a little bit there. Uh, if you guys have questions, you're welcome to come into voice. You're also welcome to type your questions, and I will be more than happy to answer them for you. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, yes, to answer the question of, of several of you guys. I would imagine, yes, we have anomaly events going on right now. Big Country asked me if I was going to take a break from the show at the top of the hour to go participate in my anomaly event. And... Uh, i decided i didn't want to do that so i just messaged the dev and asked him to take the server offline see me me and skarporin level 50 bro uh me and skarporin have a lot of the same friends (laughs) so it's okay (laughs) we have a lot of the same friends wham says which word (laughs) which word has the opposite meaning of indefinite is it fixed unknown or just fine Okay. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to uh, figure that out. Of course, Discord lag is is uh, is coming at us. We've got a lot of people in here for the very first time, so welcome. Uh, looking for communications and trying to figure out what could possibly be happening. Um, as a matter of fact, let me send this message here. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I'm doing is uh, reaching out and communicating with our, uh, with our friends and our sources over at Scopely HQ to see what information that we may be able to provide with you at this time. Right now, all we know is that the game is offline for emergency maintenance per an official uh, message and communication from moderator Phil who says that the servers will be offline indefinitely. What we are seeing uh, is an amazing number of poop emojis on the official Discord. This might even be record-setting. Snake Eyes, we are up to 2,522 poop emojis, and uh, it is still going, and I have now contributed my poop uh, to it as well. Uh, I wouldn't feel right if I didn't uh, put a poop on an official communication y'all uh, oh, yeah fusion you're you're out of date buddy. it's already another hundred and fifty higher than that um, <clears throat> so oh my goodness uh, hang on I'm getting a communication right now breaking news uh, I'm just gonna see what it is. And, uh, hey, uh, let me do this. Let me, let me do this. Guys, uh, just for a second, I've been invited to a call. So uh, this is awkward since we're live on the air. Uh, big Country, I'm going to call on you for your hosting fill-in duties. Can you spend three minutes and entertain our guests while I jump on this call and see what information that we've got? And then I will be right back. Are you able to do that for me? Big Country. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me let me think of a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, <laughs> yeah, real story, guys. I don't will be I'll be back in just a second, guys. Don't go anywhere. Uh, big country. Uh, my associate and uh, very good personal friend will stay with you. Don't mean to dip out on you, but again, we are in emergency maintenance, so uh, this is a little bit different. I'm going to hop into this call and I'll be back in just a moment. Hang on.
3: Two hours later. So, you know, uh, G three. And it's like i i mean i i don't know i can't remember off the top of my head but i feel like i know my hydra it's like a hundred million trip to repair it and my you know one of my faction, you know my antaris or my you know it's like i don't know a couple million maybe i i don't i don't really look at the repair costs i just no, you know Antares
2: whatever i'm doing a thousand dude <laughs> You're also
4: on two comparably different servers. Big's on a server where if he goes zero yeah. OPL, I'm going to kill him.
0: Be ready. Yeah, you're on a server where it takes two years for somebody just to find your miner. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> mine yeah, I, anymore, I feel like yeah. <laughs> I feel like I mine for like my daily and like ambulances, uh, you know, cargo capacity. I feel like I mine for two people because I just leave Another it on there and then those guys come and send it home. Oh. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you to Big Country for entertaining you guys for a moment. And Snake Eyes, go ahead and throw up awesome. another edit mark um, because obviously I wasn't taping what you guys were discussing. So on the podcast, it'll all be cut out. I just got off the phone call, and um, and again, I can't release detailed information from the phone call. But as uh, and I and I told them, we already knew we were already talking about it. The Stella uh, bug in the outlaw uh, the outlaw faction store was the issue uh, here. And uh, that is, uh, is going to happen. Now, we do uh, just now get an uh, official communication from the official Discord, and this was confirmed in the phone call, that ceasefire shields will be implemented post-maintenance due to the sudden nature of the emergency maintenance. No estimate on downtime has been provided yet, but we'll post updates as we receive them. A 12-hour uh, ceasefire will be applied. So for those of you European players who will not have the chance to log back in as maintenance is going to continue into the night, you can rest assured that your base will be protected by a 12-hour ceasefire shield. All right. Um, so uh, Hero says, what was the Stella bug? What was happening is if you had scrapped your Stella, and this happened as a result, and when, when we came out of maintenance this morning, a bug was introduced that if you scrapped your Stella... Uh, and, yes, let me let me be clear, V-Ready, you're absolutely right. It's everyone, not just EU. I did this I did this last time. It's everybody's going to get a 12-hour peace shield, uh, not just, I, I say, the European players. See, that's what got me in trouble last time. I said uh, the European uh, players, but it's not. It's for everybody, a 12-hour ceasefire shield for everybody. Mr. Fusion says, what can you tell us? Is it uh, the Stella Bug? Yes. Okay. And uh, and so Hero uh, wants to know what the Stella Bug was, and this was discovered by the community, so we're more than welcome to discuss that. The Stella Bug, uh, after maintenance this morning was yielding players additional blueprints. Meaning that uh, you were getting multiple hull scans when you scrapped your Stella. So it was giving people additional sets of blueprints to build the ship. Um, And uh, yeah, there you go. Shogun, you can see you got four extra hull scans. Um, You can see that uh, I told you for example, there was a player who sent me a screenshot that uh, received 2300 Blueprints to the Stella. 2,300. So um, I don't know yet what the actions are that they're going to take, although my uh, opinion and what I told you guys at the beginning was don't build them. All right? Don't take advantage of an egregious exploit because we've been down this road before. My full expectation is they're not going to let somebody keep 23 Stellas. Okay? Uh, yeah. Misty says I wouldn't complain and I'm, I wouldn't either, but again, I, I seriously doubt they're going to let somebody keep 23 Stellas, (laughs) okay? So, uh, again, obviously the game's offline, so you can't do anything with it now, but uh, if you uh, had received multiple hole scans, that is the bug that we're talking about here. OK, uh, I would imagine that uh, given the fact that this is happening during a burst, uh, a series of burst events during a 24 hour uh, set of burst events that we uh, could possibly see compensation coming. And again, this is just DJ's talking. This is not official information. But given the fact that this is happening in the evening time, especially for the European players during the primetime uh, gameplay for United States servers, uh, I would imagine that we will see some type of compensation. And they've been good about that. They have been very, very good about that. Uh, when something happens, when something breaks in the game, and if an emergency maintenance needs to go up, they've been very good about compensating the player base. So I do not expect that we would have any concerns there. Um, you know, we've joked here on this show before that uh, we've joked before that. You know, sometimes uh, emergency maintenance, sometimes bugs aren't a bad thing because they usually pay pretty well, <laughs> right? They usually pay pretty well. Blue Panda says, What was the morning patch addressing? Were they fixing Rogue? We don't know. Our, what they told us about this morning's maintenance was simply that they were fixing some database issues, that they were fixing some issues on the back end. We do not yet know what those issues were, uh, and they have not communicated that to us. Okay. Um, Snake Eyes, I see, your, uh, I see your post there. We are struggling with the uh, sheer volume of players here. We're struggling with our feed to YouTube. Please bear with us. We'll resume as soon as possible. If we lose the stream, just give it a second, and we'll try to get that back up as soon as possible for those who are watching on YouTube here. Uh, welcome to our YouTube audience. Welcome to our Discord audience. For those of you who are here for the very first time, welcome to the Talking Trek podcast. My name is Ultimate DJs, and we host uh, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Here twice a week Uh, What I'm doing Is I'm also trying To uh, keep up With what's happening In our uh, bot room Trying to make sure That everybody gets sorted And everybody has access To the information As they come in Um, If uh, you have a player or if somebody has communicated with you and they're having trouble getting into the room, then just be aware that obviously we are uh, just absolutely slamming the upper limits of uh, Discord here and trying to get everybody in. So if you have any issues or uh, trouble getting connected, then just be aware that uh, we're, we're working on that as well. Uh, Big Country is here And he was entertaining you for a few moments While we were going it looks like you guys were talking about G4 repair cost we can continue that Conversation uh, into the life Of G4 and uh, Some of the expectations that some of you guys are going to have As you get into the G4 realm As that seems to be happening uh, More and more we're seeing more And more players that can, are I, being... can I just add one thing To that of course be ready welcome to the show What do you got don't go to G4 <laughs> V-Ready says, here's your warning, Uh, stay at 39, stay at 39. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about that uh, big country. I know you were showing off uh, some repair bills as you were coming in. Let's talk about the balance of the game. Uh, as it stands right now for uh, G4. We've talked uh, before about the fact that it seems that the G4 economy is just a a little bit out of whack, Uh, I say a little bit, but it's tough, right? You have to have pretty uh, deep titanium pockets to be able to repair those ships. We're talking about miners even uh, to the tune of several several million, as in like tens of millions of titanium for a single repair, and uh, it gets a little bit tough, right? Uh, big, yeah,
3: no, I mean, that's, yeah, no, that that's why I, you know, have been an advocate of saying, you know, I don't know if it's at this time where the repair bills of those barely warrant the worth of them.
0: Yeah, that's been a conversation Shuggy. yeah that's been a conversation that we've had before is it worth building these ships is Sh- it uh, is it worth using these ships given the the cost of them now a lot of g4 players uh, they kind of scale the use of them <clears throat> right like you guys choose the certain events you choose the times that it is strategically advantageous for you to use those g4 ships uh, can you tell us a little bit about when might be a good scenario a uh, big country like do you use your your g4 factory minors in writing
3: no and why no, I, I don't and the, and the reason being is because you know for instance sometimes you know you don't know when that person's going to uh get on you know and and you know repair and then of course if i'm you know hitting somebody whose base is 20 or 30 million and yeah it's it's repair but then all of a sudden they repair a ship or they repair their hull and I don't see it, then that ship is going to get blown up. And, you know, once again, yeah, I may have sat there and hit it. You know, I may have raided 15, 20 loads and got three and a half to four million per load. Yeah, I got 80 million in resources. But then once, if that ship blows up one time during the raid, I basically have lost all those resources off of you know, that one death because it costs so much to repair it. So, and one other, you know, just in case, you know, not everybody, I know, you know, not everybody is, you know, in deep space yet, but there's like two clusters, you know, as you go into deep space, there are two clusters. The first one, I call it the warp 75 cluster. Then the next one is the warp 120 cluster. And that being like the warp range. All you need is one ship to ge- be able to get into that warp range. So if you get an Enterprise and it's up to 75, you get up into that cluster. In the center of the cluster is the mining material, whether it's gas or crystal, depending upon the faction. And then just like a, the spokes that go around a bicycle, you know, there's clusters that go around the planet. Each one of those planet is a housing system each one of those housing system you know has steel or it has dill or it has tread it has one of those things as long as you can get one ship into that space you can reload into that cluster and then anything else above warp 20 can go to any one of those systems in the cluster so it's not like you warp up there and then I need to have a warp 75 ship to get to the cluster you don't so your faction miner you know that maybe a warp 40 range if you get your enterprise up there it will be able to get and reach so the same thing you know to me those G3 faction miners are just they mine the exact same rate as the G4 it's not like you're getting any bump in it Um, so to me another reason why You know, they're just not worth it. I'd rather invest the money, you know, and resources into a warship, be able to get into that cluster and then just use my G3, you know, miners to mine the material.
0: Now, Maztec says which G4 cluster is the best to get to first. Keep in mind, Maztec, they're all the same warp range, okay? So that warp 75, and by the way, you only need warp 65 to get to the baby nodes, okay? And I say baby nodes, but there are uh, some areas to get to some early G4 nodes, but they're not housing systems, so you would have to get... Um, you know, a minor, say like a, an Antares, maybe using Cadet Scotty or something like that. There's a couple. Uh, three, actually, there's five, if I'm not mistaken, Jayberg. There's five. There's two, uh, sorry, seven. There's two in each faction. Uh, let's see, that's six, eight. So there's eight. There's two in each faction. And then there's also, just like we have, like, Nikosa and Nibic, those are flipper systems uh, that are between the factions down in independent space. You've got that up there as well. Those will require warp 65 of a miner. Okay, you can't get up there. But now if you've got a ship, like Big is saying, if you can get a ship to 75, then you can actually take a, a ship up to the housing hub, Uh, and then be able to use any of your ships there. The problem, though, if you get up there, that you – yes, I'm sorry, Jay Burke, I misunderstood. So you say that there's three clusters at Warp 75. There's eight systems at Warp 65. Now, the problem is once you get up there, if you do relocate your base up there, then you're done on Borg probes. You're done on Swarm. You're done on Exchange. You're done on um, Discovery missions because you can't get any of them out of the Warp 75 space. So uh, what you end up being stuck with is basically going up there. And, Big, uh, I know that I've seen you down in independent space a lot. What's What's the time that you actually reload to dark space? Pretty much just for a mining event, right?
3: yeah i just go up there for the mining event otherwise i'm you know just sending miners up there
0: yeah, so uh, we will be taking your questions here. If you've got questions about G4, if you've got questions about Discovery, if you've got questions about the ARC, uh, anything that we can answer for you. And uh, we do welcome in uh, our listeners here. Good uh, good number, and uh, appreciate you guys being here and joining us, whether it be as a veteran listener or as a first-time listener. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I am a content creator for Scopely. We'll be giving you information as we uh, are able to obtain it. Uh, communications on the official Discord Essentially, at this point, just saying that we are in emergency maintenance, a 12 hour ceasefire will be issued uh, at the time that the servers come back online. At this point, there is no ETA. Uh, what we uh, suspect, and again, has not been officially communicated, but what we think, uh, what we know, is that there was a Stella bug introduced in the Outlaw Faction store earlier today with the launch of the maintenance that happened this morning, and uh, that was a pretty serious bug, and my guess is that is going to get patched up and fixed. Hal says, I hate the game so much I broke it in it. Uh yes. <laughs> that's right. x rex says how to be ready for deep space. Big, that's an interesting question. How do you get ready for deep space? Obviously, um you got to you got to have your miners kind of up to snuff, right? You got to have good mining speeds, you got to have good mining officers ready to go because that right now is primarily what you're doing in dark space. Do you do much else in dark space other than mine, Big?
3: I like kill I'll kill my event hustles that I need uh, there. Just, A, it's like less competition because there's not as many people up there. And then, you know, like I I need to kill 47s and 48s for my daily rep anyway. So there's more of those up there. The uncommon broken parts are, you know, more of them are up there. So, you know, it's a little bit of all that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and there, I mean you know there is limitations to dark space now big let me ask you this dark space has been out uh actually it's celebrating its birthday next month right october is when dark space was initially launched very for the very first time do you feel that uh that dark space has lived up uh, to its potential being that it's been in the game for 11 months are you satisfied with the development of dark space or uh are, are you wishing that we see that we saw something else Hmm. Um, <laughs> then this event oh. pops And you're like oh I'll, I'll speed it I'll hit my, my Yeah and I apologize For some of the audio uh, issues that we're having Guys we're, we're obviously very Very full in the discord server today So uh, yeah absolutely uh, Absolutely crazy busy Um, V-Ready says no Not at all satisfied With the development Of the G4 space Uh, Raxnar says Faction reputation messages Are also uh, good Out in dark space And I've noticed that Uh, You know The scouts Uh, are are pretty good out there especially in some of those housing systems i've noticed big uh, when i've been up there i've spent a little bit of time up there obviously most of the events have kept me down here but uh, i have spent a little bit of time up there the scouts do actually drop with a pretty good degree of regularity up there and they drop a good number of messages so uh, that's good hal says i kind of just want new content and uh, that's one thing that Mac has yelled for, and I know that Big has been a big uh, proponent for, is, is just getting new content, which is why I was so optimistic and so excited about Discovery Arc 1 was simply that the, the content that we got here was, for all intents and purposes, new. Uh, I mean, it still involved some existing hooks, um, and Hal says, yeah, we're still killing hostiles, we're still mining that. Uh, I don't like that, but, you know, I will say as far as progression goes, Hal, Uh, That's what I liked about this arc because it was done, it was incorporated into a different climate or a different style of event. It's kind of a race against the clock. It was, uh, you know, a race against yourself. It's using the new mechanic of the Discovery to accomplish things in a different way than we've done it in the past. It's been well-received by some folks and not at all well-received by others. Uh, so it just kinda depends on what it is that you have hoped to take away from this event. Hal says what progression, it's the same event with different missions, just reskin. And see that's that's where I disagree. That's where I disagree. Just like all the event ships, and we were having this conversation here about a half hour ago, the event ships all have had different purposes, and I don't want to get back into the conversation, although we can. There's a hundred new people in here right now that didn't hear the first part, uh, so we could discuss the uh, the Discovery if you guys wanted to. Marty's laughing because he knows that uh, that we're going to get back into that. But uh, I have
4: a question, DJ, when
5: you get a moment.
0: All right, go ahead. What do you got?
4: Okay, so I just went to level 30 today. And I now have a faction miner. Would it be smart for me to smart start mining G4 or still mine the G3?
0: Well, you're not going to be mining G4 for a long time. First of all, there's a warp lock. You can't get into dark space <clears throat> until you get to Ops 38. Okay? But uh, I would definitely be starting to work on the faction miner. You know, for sure. You know, work on the Faction Miner uh, because that is going to be important to you down the road. But as an Ops 30, it's brand spanking new to you. Uh, it is going to be a very expensive ship, okay? Uh, it's going to eat a ton of crystal. And so that's why Big was even suggesting to you guys here a couple of months ago, uh, you know, be very cautious in how you upgrade the Sally because it's also crystal hungry. So... Uh, yeah, I would definitely continue working on the faction miner, but you'll notice right now your Horizon probably still mines faster. So, uh, you know, continue using the Horizon for your events, but I wouldn't invest any more into your Horizon. Start investing it into your faction miner because it will become more important to you uh, later on. Okay. <clears throat> what upgrades does your base need to get to Ops 38? Uh, the real big question is what uh, is actually thirty nine, okay? Um, because thirty nine is the is the real big point. Thirty eight, uh, and I'm sure Fartasia can throw uh, can throw the ship uh, or throw the, uh, the the spreadsheet to us. But thirty eight is not wildly a prerequisite heavy. I mean, obviously some of it, yes. But thirty nine is the big one. Thirty nine is where you have to have all defense platforms and all ship docks all updated, uh, and uh, and then of course your R and D, your academy and your shipyard all have to be 38 before you can progress to 39. The amount of steel you need is absolutely insane. As a matter of fact, I've been uh, streaming a series uh, here on Discord and a little bit on YouTube as on uh, my path to 6 billion. Uh, 6 billion steel is where I found myself. That's how much I found myself needing. Once I had acquired my ISS Jelly Blueprints, I still needed 6 billion steel in order to be able to even build it. So uh, that's, uh, that's what I, I looked at there. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it, uh, and, and, and listen, you can pay for it. I didn't buy any of the steel. I didn't buy any steel. None. I bought no uh, building packs. I'm grinding it out. I'm raiding it. Cawthorn says, what about generators and vaults? That gets nasty from 39 to 40. Isn't it uh, big to go to 40? that's where you got to have like literally the entire base done right like everything has to be 39 generators a and b have to be 39 before you can progress to 40 is that correct
3: i i'll be honest like i don't remember
0: i don't uh, remember that raxnar says it's stupid to go to 40 korat says no v ready says yeah you got to have everything except for the bottom generators um yeah i know a i thought it was just a and b do you have to have c and d also um, I, I don't remember. I don't, well, I say I don't remember because I'm not there. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, anyhow, I I thought it was just A and B. Hal says A and B. I think uh, also Zach says just A and B, and I think that's correct. A and B are the big uh, are the big requirements there. Uh let me see if I can read uh some additional things. Now, how you have been? How uh for those of you who don't know Hal 9000, Hal 9000 is actually an artificial intelligence. He was uh he was a moderator on the official Discord until Uh, he had just decided he needed to take a break. Hal9000, would you like to come into voice? I'd like to chat with you just a little bit if you'd like to come in. Hal has been a very vocal opponent of the Discovery Arc. He says, yay, a one-use ship to do one thing. Just uh, just give us something new-ish. Heck, to be honest, I would give my left uh, motherboard, (laughs) my left stick of RAM for a third of the graphics alone that they show in the ads for this game. Hal, if you are available, I'd love to invite you in, and uh, we can chat a little bit. Uh, There he is, folks. And let me turn his mic down just a little bit. Uh, Hal is the artificial intelligence that uh, controls the official Discord. Hal, uh, how are you, I say, feeling? How are you operating today, Hal?
4: I've only killed a third of the people I normally would. I'm kind of down right now.
0: So our resident murder bot is actually not necessarily really feeling super hot. Is that what you're saying?
4: yeah cooling fans are working for a change
0: cooling fans are working and you're staying chilled out how you and i have actually had some uh some interesting uh intellectual conversation regarding the use of discovery and uh you also were one of the players that teased me when i came on here and said uh that i believed that the discovery was going to prove itself to be one of the most important ships in your fleet uh, and I know that you you chuckled. You more than chuckled. You're, uh, you're um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of robot terms. What happens to a robot when they laugh, Hal? Because I've never really heard one. Can you? Horrible, horrible things. <laughs> Bad things happen to robots when they laugh at people. Big Country came in and said the same thing. Truck and Chick came in and said the same thing. Trash Panda came in and said the same thing. They said, DJ, you're crazy. You're absolutely insane because there's absolutely no way that a ship with this warp range and a ship with this power could possibly be important to me. All right. And hey, <clears throat> I never said you
4: were crazy, DJ. Don't be putting words in my mouth, honey boy.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So you, you believe in Don't the words. <laughs> well,
4: my alliance called me an idiot.
0: You're telling alliance, alliance, them
4: what you told them your
0: alliance called you an idiot for for drinking the kool-aid is what people say people say how you've even said it you said how much is scopely paying you to say these things right you you've actually said that to hey, me hey hey, hey
4: Tom, no no i haven't asked how much they're paying you i know how much they're paying you
0: <laughs> please please don't tell anybody it's supposed to be a secret all right <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to not be public. Uh, no, listen. I, I like I said. I, I can I can say the good. I can say the bad. And and how uh, one of the things that uh, you let me let me ask you this because when you were in the moderator program, you knew things that were coming in the game before they came out. Right? Is that true?
4: Uh, to an extent, we didn't get the uh, same info that you guys as uh, has got.
0: Okay, but you but you had a general idea. You knew things that were coming. Now you. Uh, you left the moderator program uh, – actually, I guess it was just maybe, what, about two months ago you had some real-life things, just uh, a little bit stressed out, just wanted to take a little bit of a break, and, uh, and you've left that program. So uh, I am going to ask, and, and obviously you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but have you, uh, been, uh, ac- have you had access to the same type of information that you would have had when you were in the moderator program?
4: No. Uh, when you leave the moderator program, you're still covered by the NDA – so even if I was told something I still couldn't say it. However, things though I really don't play the game anymore. It The info coming down wouldn't really matter to me to begin with
0: because there's uh, there's yeah there's some mechanics there that may or may not present itself if you're not uh, super active in the game and I know that Hal kind of took some time off for that. As a matter of fact, you told us that you came back in and kind of re-engaged. You and I were having a conversation with John the other day that you re-engaged because you've made friends in the game. That's why you were here. You've got friends here. You've got a community here. And, uh, and that was what kind of brought you back in uh, to participating, you know, like, for example, here on the podcast. But as far as screen time in the game, you'd say you're probably, at this point, kind of at an all-time low. Is that correct?
4: Oh, yeah. If I spend more than two hours in the game, I think it's a bit long.
0: So and, – and, guys, just to point out that metric, an all-time low for Hal – and, you know, ninety minutes to two hours is, is what he's spending. He's doing his dailies, he's doing a couple things. Have you been participating in the burst events, the anomalous burst events? Yeah, I have. <clears throat> okay. Um, aside from the technical issues, now this this is gonna where this is where it's gonna get really, really interesting. Aside from the technical glitches, all right, because we had some deployment issues in the very beginning, we had some milestone issues. How once those were uh, kind of wiped away once the once the event was working properly. Give me your insight into how you felt the Anomalous Burst events uh, presented themselves. Did you enjoy the event? Uh, you've been a very big opponent of this not being new. You, you've said that you have not enjoyed the content. Tell me why you don't feel like this has been uh, new enough for you. Alright, well, if
4: you look at any of the other uh, launch events we've had and let's face it we're getting one about every 30 days ish you know to correspond with the new battle halls every time there is one it's go to system a kill 50 households. go to system B mine 5000 of whatever rinse repeat the only new mechanic that has been introduced is an instant warp feature for one ship which has i believe a max warp range of 30. so outside of this event which ends in about a week what use is it really going to have i don't see a long-term use for this ship the last uh event ship that they've launched that has more than one use is the vidar okay and that does great if you're going out hunting op all right the botany bay Okay, if you're low enough and you don't have a horizon that's decent, okay, you can use it as a uh, ship to raid with. Beyond that, I mean, who uses a Franklin outside of uh, Swarm? Almost nobody.
0: I think it's a very fair statement. Franklin... Is, is probably, out of all the event ships that we've had, we were discussing this earlier, uh, is the most narrow-banded. But it still has very valuable implications, which is that of con shards and Mars shards, or rare transporter patterns, okay? Uh, it's been extremely valuable in the currency that it returns. However, its purpose has been very specific. It's been very narrow in that it's literally just for Swarm. If we're talking about all the event ships okay and uh, botany bay included the franklin is probably the most narrow vision all right but how uh and we talked about this earlier and for those of you who listened to the first segment i apologize i'm going to kind of revisit this a little bit for our newer listeners here and uh, and then we're going to take a break here in just a couple of minutes we'll come back and we'll play a game and get ready to wrap up because uh, i don't know how much longer we can go uh but how when when the vidar was first introduced all right, uh, you were you were in the moderator program then. How much advanced knowledge did you have about arcs two and three and four when the Vidar was launched?
4: Oh, again, we had very little information. You know, we knew that there was a ship coming. We uh, for one purpose. However, uh, because of the mechanics that were involved with that ship, it actually had more than one purpose. You know, once we saw the uh, information on it, and I don't... If I remember correctly, we didn't see anything on it until the uh, ARC actually launched, and everybody saw it. And as soon as I saw it and looked at the beginning stats, the first thing I did was scrap my D3. I didn't have a use for it anymore. Mm -hmm. With the warp range, the speed, and the impulse range, uh, combined with the amount of uh, cargo room and the Vidar... The D three was useless to me as far as going out and hunting. Did you so did you
0: use your Vidar? Did you use your years. Vidar at Tier One or Tier Two?
4: Yep. I, I was a very, very bad person and uh, found a lot of little envoys and botany bays and anything else it could destroy.
0: Okay, so the Vidar came out of your out of your space dock and you're saying that it was ready to go. Uh, pretty much at uh at, at the time that it launched did you use it for its purpose did you use it on board probes at tier 1
4: yeah um, i launched it right into what is that, one of the 25 areas See, just to start doing testing
0: so well and and to do testing is is a valid thing but i seem to remember I seem to remember a slightly different story. I remember people saying that at Tier 1 and Tier 2 that the Vidar couldn't even kill the 25s, that they were in the 25 systems with their sallies uh, trying to take care of these Level 25 probes until they had amassed enough charged probes to get this thing up to, you know, a tier. And I think if I'm remembering, yeah, uh, Argoron says the sal was better than a Tier 1 Vidar. I agree. I remember that. As a matter of fact, I think the break-even point uh, for t- level 25s was probably a tier three. Uh, and I remember very plainly that we said to you guys, hey, tier five is what you need to go hit the 29s, which is where the real- Are those the
5: same people that didn't bother to level it before they went out into the probe areas? Just went out level one. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I mean, because now again, like like uh, Hal mentions, uh, the content creators did get advanced knowledge of that ship. We did get advanced resources on that ship, and I because
5: with the battle pass, the, like if anyone about to, you had you were pretty much tier three before you even went out. So
0: i don't know that couldn't have been because the charge with all the extra stuff that you got from yeah but at mile mark at milestone 10 which was near the end of the arc you didn't get that stuff prepaid it wasn't up front okay so i know i went
5: out and i had my vidar at least two or tier two or three and i i spent a little time leveling it before i went to borg space and i didn't have any problems
0: okay and, and, and so this kind of leads into my point. We're talking about the usefulness of the Vidar. But again, you even said, when the ship came out of dock, you didn't have uh, a practical use for it. Now, Hal says that he kind of did, but again, not even what it was intended for. He used it uh, for miner hunting and things like that. But again, the true uh, purpose of the ship, when did we, let's say, for example, when did we find out about Borgmadas? Because it wasn't until the third arc, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it arc three? is when we found out about Borgmatas and then a new ability presented itself for this ship. And then we had the Mega Cube, which, of course, we you know, was a beautiful disaster. Uh, but the Mega Cube came out. That was Arc 4, all right? My point is this is the beginning of Arc 1, all right? I don't know what the future holds as far as arcs and content and this and that. I don't know. But I know what I have been told about the capabilities of the ship moving forward, and, and that is simply why I say, and, I, and I've said this a gazillion times, you do, I'm not saying go spend money. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying take advantage of the events. Don't give up on the events. Take advantage of the currency that is being provided in the game to upgrade this ship as you proceed along. Because to ignore it, to let it go, to not participate, in my opinion, will be a huge mistake down the road. Let me ask you this, Hal. If you, if, let, let's pretend. Now, you statistically analyzed it because you're an AI. You looked at all the numbers, and you statistically determined that the Vidar was a valuable ship. Pretend for a second that, it, that you did not. Pretend for a second that you looked at the Vidar, and you said, what a trash dump. What a heap. I'm not going to participate. Then Arc 3 rolled around, and you got uh, Borg Mata's would you what, what would you have done then if you had decided that the ship was not worth it in arc 2 cuz that's when we got the vidar was arc 2 not even in arc 1 we got the ship in arc 2 if you had decided it was not worth it what would you have done when arc 3 came around
4: suffered
2: but here's the thing you would even have though suffered. I don't
4: care the for the ship right. even though i think it's another pile of uh, scopelees finest fertilizer (laughs) I still participate okay I still do the events I still try my hardest and maybe it's not so much for me as to try to make sure that the new alliance I'm in does well yeah I'm not saying I I'm just tossing it aside and ignoring it what I am saying is is it's to me it's another Franklin with a instant warp okay you see what
0: I'm saying, and and listen. Today at this particular moment, I don't disagree with you. At this moment, I don't disagree. But but there are uh, some things that are going to present themselves. That and, and I've been very open about this on the podcast for the last week, and I've been very open with my community. I and and how you know the rules, all right? I've probably already gone too far by saying I know what's coming because we're not really supposed to say that, and I haven't said what's coming, but I do know what's coming. All right, and guys, that's why I tell you that it is it is important for you to do what Hal does, even if you don't feel like it's worth it right now. Hal, uh, I I know that I've said this to you and you've laughed at me, uh, and and by the way, you and I are friends. Okay, so I'm not. I would never expect this of you. But let's say at some point in the future, you think you decide, wow, that ship. You know what? DJs was right. DJs was right. Are, and, and again, I don't expect this of you, but will you will you do me the favor of coming back and let me say I told you so? Will you, will you do that for me just because we're buddies,
4: brother? I'd do that for you even if I hated you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that's all I'm after, guys. Uh, and and, and I, I'm teasing with him a little bit, but I'm telling you, you do you have not seen the potential of this ship yet. Okay uh, It's not there yet You guys will see it Okay um, Blokeman says It must be frustrating Because I do know it, it is Because I wish That I could I could make you guys As excited as I am Now I You know And I can't do that Okay uh, I can't do that Now Royal Power says So we're getting Discovery Modas DJ said it I didn't say that I said nothing of the sort uh, I said nothing of the sort. I'm with Crazy also jokes and says, were you told of this ship's capabilities by the same people that said Gauntlet round four was going to be awesome? Thankfully, Crazy, I can answer that and say no. Uh, as a matter of fact, you guys heard it live, uh, large and live in real life here. Panic was the one that told us that we were going to love Gauntlet uh, week four. And and I, if you remember, go back and listen to that podcast. I even expressed some slight disbelief right here i was playing hal's advocate i I was playing devil's advocate like hal is and i said to panic i don't believe you if you guys remember i even asked him a couple of questions that was trying to lead him into answering a few things for me and he didn't all right i told you Uh, I, i i told him i told panic live on the air that i did not believe him All right? So, uh, yeah, but fortunately, no, they were told to me by different people. Nick Burns says, DJ, why can't Scopely come out and tell us this? We believe you, and you're the only reason I haven't written off this arc. (laughs) Hal knows the answer to this, too. Hey, Hal. Hal. Do you have any uh, documents in your file structure that uh, that are secret? Maybe to me. Maybe it's a hidden file. Do you have any documents that uh, that contain any type of internal memo or anything as to why Scopely does not believe in uh, in advertisement for their product?
4: <laughs> you got anything? Oh no 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 no. You got hang hidden?
0: On, hang on. they
4: believe in advertisement false advertisement
0: they do believe in telling things it just doesn't be the things that we want uh for us to talk about uh yeah steven's aaron says that's why they have content creators for stuff like this but you know what steven's aaron that's almost unfair because that's like that's like wanting me i shouldn't be the marketing department Okay, I should not be the marketing department I should not be telling you guys To be excited I should be telling you how to use it You should already be excited Because you should already know what's coming All right? Really truthfully You should already know what's coming Therefore you would be excited And then I can tell you How to use it better Okay truthfully That's the way it should work But that's not how it works and we argue this every week. Snake Us says the same thing. That's that's how this works, all right. Don't ask me why. We've literally asked for it time and time and time and time and time again. We we don't know that this is. I don't know. This don't. I don't know. Uh, Honestly,
4: anyway. it seems to stop at a uh, panics level. You know, as far as what real information is coming down, what they are aren't allowed to be said. You know, it's like even the marketing department doesn't want to put it out because I don't know. There's just not enough trained chimps.
0: <laughs> you you say you're not in a murder bot mode today, but you're 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 laying it on thick. You're harsh, uh, and you know they they probably need to hear that. You know, I mean, you you're a member. You you were a member of their team, and this probably contributed some to the frustration of that program. Was just that you know we don't believe <coughs> we don't believe that communication is handled in a proper way and i and i don't you know i don't so that being said uh says is this the longest podcast ever we're over two and a half hours yeah i guess we are and and we'll probably break this up i'm not going to publish this in its full entirety i'm probably going to publish i'll break it up i'm going to publish up to the point where we went into emergency maintenance and then we're going to publish a second piece okay it's just too much to upload all at once McSurgeon says, instant warp to the system is absolutely great. Limping via impulse to your desired spot in the system, not great. Until we can insta-warp to a specific spot, the ship is only half useful. Absolutely. Trust me, McSurgeon. I sent that up. I said, you know, with the Discovery in the TV show, they didn't warp to the system's edge. Okay? They jumped to the exact spot that they wanted to be, and that's where they came out of jump. And, uh, and I have sent that feedback up. That's been a big thing of mine because as far as, as uh, as far as, you know, true to canon, as far as the story, as far as the ship capabilities herself, that's a big one that they missed. Uh, I, I, I agree with that. All right?
4: Well, hang on. It's not just that. The Discovery's uh, impulse is what, 90? Uh, 80 or 90? 90, yeah. Okay, that's as slow as uh, your G4 ships. Why is it the slowest? of the g3
0: contention i don't know but a uh, but you also now this is this was also an interesting thing of mine that i was curious about how is why they launched it as a g3 rare when it was a level 21 plus ship if anything it probably should have been launched as a g3 common If it was a G... Now, again, I know that's in title only, but if it was a G3 Common, I'm not sure that as many people would be fussing about its capabilities because we wouldn't expect it to have a capability equivalent of that of a Burrell or an Intrepid, for example. But, uh, yeah, no, I agree. It should have probably been... Uh should have probably been reclassified as something a little bit different. But uh, nonetheless, I know the power is weak. I know the warp range is, re- is weak. Uh, but there are there are things that uh, that are going to present themselves as uh, as time goes on. Uh, let's see. Uh, do we have any other questions? We should probably take a very quick break, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll answer a few more questions and play a game. Uh, and my little boy Oliver is now yet again hanging out. Is your movie over already? There's no way that full movie is already over. Is it over? Yeah. <laughs> he says, yeah. <laughs> can you borrow a battery for my ship? Can you borrow a battery? You absolutely can. There's a battery. Don't catch anything on fire. I will Okay. Uh, <laughs> has Oliver graduated high school by now? No, he's going to graduate high school by the time I get a, a level 50 ship is my guess. All right, uh, that'll be that'll be it. What do you think, Dreamweaver? Do You think I can be level fifty in the next seven years, eight, nine, ten? No, gosh, longer than that. How long do he's eighteen? Thirteen years. That should be about right. What Oliver did button? Uh, did, uh, what what Oliver did button push? What button did Oliver push earlier when he was out with you? He pressed this one.
2: Hi guys, welcome to my channel. It's me, Oliver DJ, and welcome to my channel of Mean Day and so yeah yeah
5: yeah goodbye
0: welcome to our channels of me and daddy uh he uh he is much a a glutton for the microphone as i am he loves it he likes coming out and, uh, and being on the show with us. so I tell you what, let's do this. Let's take uh, our final break. Uh, we will take a quick break. We'll come back and we will answer a few more questions. Uh, I'll answer some questions on Discovery. I'll answer some questions on the ARC. We'll revisit what we know about emergency maintenance and we'll get ready to play a game. Yes, for those of you listening for the very first time, this is very much like a radio show. We have breaks, we have commercials, we have promotions, and we have radio games. We're going to be playing a game coming up here in a moment where I will award somebody uh, a very valuable prize. Plus, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the game that we have coming up starting next week. It is time for sweeps, folks. I told you we were going to have a nice big game coming up in uh, the fourth quarter, and that we do. Panic gave me the approval today before all the poopy hit the fan. And I will tell you all about Talking Trek's new fourth quarter giveaway. And all the tens of thousands of materials we'll be giving away. Yes, you heard me correctly. Uh, Is that limited to G3? No, it is not. Yes, for the first time ever, we have G4 materials. G4 parts. And they will be given away on this show coming up uh, beginning in October. We're going to tell you about the game coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Consolidated Industrial Conglomerate Incorporated,
4: the company that's so big we've totally lost track of what it is we do.
3: With me here is Patrick Gerkfeld, author of the latest book on Donald Trump called Illegal. Yes, because this is illegal. And you were a close-up witness at the Trump administration when the illegal activity took place. Well, close-up, yes, sort of. In the White House. Even closer, Trump Tower. You worked for Mr. Trump. No. You worked in the Trump Tower. Next to Trump Tower. Next to? In the deli. Donald Trump came into your deli? Oh, no, we don't serve Big Macs. So how did you meet the president? Never did. This is looking illegal. Illegal. Isn't that a great title? So what's illegal, Mr. Girkfelt? Writing books with misleading titles. Not really. It isn't? It should be. Yes. We'll be right back without Mr. Girkfelt.
4: Introducing Protest Miomo, the children's toy that's flying off the shelves. <laughs> Protest Me Elmo will quiz your kids on what businesses to vandalize next.
3: Guess what Elmo's thinking about today.
4: And there's plenty of exercise because if kids stand around like a statue, Elmo will tear them down.
1: Wow, look at all the fun things to do.
4: (laughs) Protest Me Elmo, the toy that comes with everything except a job.
0: Entirely sure that we did. There are signs all over this game, and uh, some of them are more apparent than others. We don't exactly know uh, what signs are that we see on a regular basis, but that is the sign. Ace of Base, thank you for the request. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I would like to welcome you in as we are live during. Uh, emergency maintenance and our podcast has uh, extended on extremely long for those of you who are listening and will be listening from start to finish we'll probably record kind of a a middle segue and we'll post this in two different uh, sections because this is definitely not going to be able to be uploaded in one go. So we'll upload a a couple of different shows out of this and probably segue right around the time that we went into emergency maintenance. Uh, Your mics are potted back up and I'd be more than happy to ask you uh, or uh, ask you to uh, contribute. You can speak in text. You can speak in voice if you have questions and I'll do my best to answer those for you. Uh, Just giving you a quick update on what we know from the official Discord. No additional announcements have been made at this time. We are still Waiting for uh, any type of communication uh, or any time of ETA, but we don't know uh, what yet is going to be uh, coming up online. There's not been any additional communications, but again, I've uh, I've said to you guys in the past. You know, for those of you who are <clears throat> hollering for compensation. Always, The first priority is restoring functionality to the game servers, and then we can begin the conversation of compensation. Because we do have a couple of events happening today. We've got the Anomalous Burst events. That uh, is going to now make it especially difficult for the European players and maybe the American players, depending on how long this goes on. All right. Uh, Also, on top of that, we had a surveyor event today, a mining event, and that uh, required you to mine G3, G4 data, And uh, I think Latinum as well. So... There is a mining event going on, and that is now going to be uh, severely impacted as well. So uh, I would expect compensation uh, Compensation will be coming for those, uh, and uh, along with hopefully maybe an extra little slice of pie uh, for players who might not have been able to finish uh, dailies or things like that. Uh, for those of you who are uh, listening on YouTube, we appreciate you being here. Uh, thank you for joining in the show. As we get ready to uh, play a game here in a moment, we, keep you, uh, we remind you that uh, in order order To play our games, you do have to be in the Discord channel. All right, YouTube is for viewing and listening, but to participate, obviously, to speak up, to talk, to be able to play, we do need you here in the Discord channel. Okay, so uh, come on in, okay. and uh, we'd like to invite you in, and we'll play a game here in just a couple of moments. Uh, get- yes, sir. Hello, welcome to the show. Who's this? Hey, are we playing strip poker? Oh, hey, Hal. Uh, listen. You know, I uh, we're not necessarily going to play strip poker today. We could. You know, listen, how about you go first, okay? How about we pretend I've already scored uh, a royal flush. I know. I see because I know how this is what he's wanting, okay? This is what he's driving at. He wants to send Oliver you guys He wants to send you guys a nude. Okay? How you don't you can don't just you, you can just ask, okay? Yes, it is okay for you to post a nude um, into our chat. Uh, I've always uh, wanted to take a look into your uh, underneath your your case anyway. If you don't care, just uh, show us what that motherboard looks like when it's nice and nice and warm. Uh, <laughs> this is a totally inappropriate conversation. Sorry, <laughs> this is terrible. That's what he's asking. He wants to send. Listen, I have known Hal long enough to know that he just wants to send you a picture uh, of his uh, big memory stick. That's what he's wanting, right, Hal? Tell me I'm wrong. Go ahead, tell me I'm wrong because I'm not. It's not that big. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> welcome. It's <laughs> uh, so completely inappropriate, I know. Welcome, uh, welcome everybody. Uh, my name I'm is Ultimate DJs. Know,
4: this is Twenty-three
0: inches long. <laughs> Don't, we don't even need to get into that. You guys can listen to that on playback. Okay. Um, yeah, Maztec, Very, very funny. Thank you. Uh, Chick says, I pulled over to tell you how crazy you are. Thank you. I am indeed. Uh, <laughs> Wham. Wham is, is showing pornographic materials right here. Uh, for those of you on oh, YouTube, you don't, you don't see this, but my goodness. My goodness. We don't need to know about your nighttime exploits, Hal. Okay. Don't need to know about it. Uh, guys, uh, <laughs> as we as we get ready to wrap up the show, fun. I know. I would love to uh, take a few more minutes and answer any questions that you guys might have. It can be related to anything you want uh, as far as it is uh, Star Trek Fleet Command related, okay? If you guys have questions about the Ark, if you have questions about ships, if you have questions about dark space, G4, uh, if you have questions about maintenance, whatever uh, I believe that uh, I can answer for you that I can answer for you. If you guys have a question, I'd be happy to answer it for you as we get ready to wrap up our show here today. Trek and Chick says, can we play a game? Yes, we will play a game. Uh, if we don't have anything in the next couple of moments, Hal says, uh, DJs, love you, driving again. Be safe out there, buddy. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, appreciate you being here on the show today. Um, That was Hal9000, Artificial Intelligence, and former moderator from the official Discord who has provided his insight and been very, very vocal about what his expectations were for this arc and how he feels let down, as I know a lot of you guys do. But I encourage you, I encourage you to stick it out. I encourage you to hang in there, all right? Uh, There are more things coming. Um, let's see. Do we have anything else that we need to get through? Um, let's see. <laughs> JB, JB, I just now read your message. That's so funny. He says, oh man, I totally meant to do all the Dr. Seuss stuff on the official Discord. So sorry. Didn't mean to do it in your channel. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's okay. He was, uh, he was giving his Dr. Seuss lyrics there is what was happening. Uh, anything game related. Real quick, guys. If not, then we'll get into our game and get ready to wrap up the show as we uh, begin to uh, to uh, repair uh, or uh, prepare, rather, to get this show published and on the air. Uh, Boaz, thank you for the reminder. For those of you listening on YouTube, please do click the subscribe button. Leave your comments below if you have questions. Uh, we will get to those, uh, and you can enjoy the content on YouTube there. We do a teaching trek series of short videos, and actually, immediately following this show, I've got a video Video ironic uh, snake eyes. It may be out of date now. We might have to add more to our feedback <laughs> now that we've had emergency maintenance. Although although the uh, the uh, feedback was related to the Discovery Arc, and this is uh, this is not necessarily. But yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be putting one out uh, today and uh, uh, publishing that shortly after we go off the air we will get you a video out. So for those of you listening and uh, waiting for the next Teaching Trek video, we've got a feedback video, and I'd like for you guys to watch that and just see how closely it lines up with you and your feelings about Discovery Arc 1 and the Discovery ship itself. Techman says, so now that Scopely has killed Star Trek Fleet Command, what shall we do with our lives today? You shall spend them with me, Man. Spend them with me. Uh, enjoy hanging out right here. All right, on the uh, Talking Trek podcast, ladies and gentlemen, let's show you how we do things. Whoop, whoop! Oh yeah, okay, that's still playing. Yeah, how is that still playing? I mean, was it, is it that long? Yeah, it's only got eight seconds left. There you go. (laughs) I cannot believe that was actually still playing. That was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to our new players. Let's play a game. All right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to take care of slow mode uh, here, here in just a second, ladies and gentlemen. I do want to uh, introduce a game that we're gonna play with you here today. But uh, you know what, guys? What we should do first? Should we tease our new game? We've got a new game that's coming up. We're not gonna play it today, but I'll tell you about the game here. I tell you what, let's do, let's do that. Very big news. I'm not. See, I don't, I don't do things like Scopely does. I don't do things like Scopely does. When I'm going to tease something uh, that is my own content, I'm going to actually tell you what's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, our fourth quarter game is approved. The prize payout has been approved. And it begins on Sunday, October 4th. Sunday, October 4th, we will play for the very first time. Fast Money. Fast Money is the game. It is uh, – it's actually – so we're stealing the game. We are. We're stealing the game from Family Feud. It's going to be Talking Treks Family Feud Fast Money Round. It is a Fast Money Round. What we're going to do is we're going to take two players. By the way, while we've got people in here, I want to, I want to test something. Karkin, I'm going to test this on you very quick. Ooh, it works. Did we just – yeah, so now Snake Eyes, Karkin can't hear anything, right? Let me bring him back in. Karkin, are you still with us? Alright, did you were, did I just cut you off? You couldn't hear anything, right? You were completely deafened. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. Okay, here, let's try I it again. It was let's try it again. I'm gonna play the music and I'm gonna deafen you. I'm gonna count to three while I deafen you, and that's a one, two, and three. And now I've brought you back. Now I've brought you back in, and where you couldn't hear a thing, right? That is correct. That is correct. I hear anything. That is correct. He could not hear anything. So what's going to happen? We are going to take two players every single show. Those two players are going to be a. You team. might
5: want to test with someone else. People already don't trust me because my closest. Team I mean, blocked, I was just.
0: So. I'm not. We're not even playing today. I was just testing because I knew you'd be listening.
5: No, but just to confirm for someone else, because oh. you know, like I said, they, All right, they think uh, I got some
0: kind of end with the bod. Yeah, but. Stevens Aaron, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it for you as well. That's hilarious. Actually, sounds good. Stevens Aaron, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> deafen you. All right, he is now deafened. He can't hear anything, and we're gonna say Stevens Aaron likes to suck on watermelons. And now we're gonna bring him back. Stevens Aaron is back. Stevens Aaron, can you tell me what I actually told to you? Uh, no, I didn't. Know. No, you didn't know. So you had no idea. That and no Wham idea. is yeah Wham showing it right there. You have no idea that I said that you like to suck watermelons, do you? <laughs> All right. Yes, Wicked Witch. Everybody gets to play. Everybody gets to play. We're, we're, we're going to make sure. I'm going to make sure before the game starts that everything's on the up and up. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, the game is uh, is like the Fast Money round from Talking Trek or from Family Feud. It'll be family, uh, Talking Trek's Family Feud. What we're going to do is we're going to take two players, but you got to work as a team. All right? We're going to put one player into the deafening booth. All right? They won't be able to hear a thing. And we're going to play Fast Money. All right, just like on Family Feud, you get five questions. We're going to take your answers and add up the points. Then we're going to take the second player out of the deafening booth, and they get to play again uh, with the same questions. We're going to take all of your answers, and just like they do on the TV show, if they total 200 points or more, then you have won the day's prize. And uh, what it'll be, it'll be a prize for each of you. So if you both win or neither of you win, If you get to 200 points, then we are going to award each of you 250 uncommon of your choice, be that G3 or G4. We will also award G4 uncommon parts, okay? Uh, So if you guys are G4 players and you want some parts, I know 250 parts. Someone told me it's about $10 worth. Hey, $10 worth. We'll take the parts, okay? So G4 parts. Uh, And, of course, as the game goes on, the prizes will increase as time goes on. But, uh, yeah. Uh, g4 parts as well and also now i know it doesn't sound like a lot but you guys are experiencing your refinery right now right your disco refinery well, we've also gotten uh, approval to award 250 spore drive components uh, to the winners as well. So if you would rather take spore drive components rather than uncommon, yeah, the Disco Refinery is kind of kind of lame right now, okay? It's only given out like 60, maybe 80 for a full day, and you can win up to 250 on this game, all right? So 250 is probably five, maybe six days worth of refine, all right? Uh, it's That's not a ton. Listen, Sliver, I'm giving it away every single show for three months, 12 weeks, all right? So I had to be very careful. <laughs> I didn't want to go and say, hey, can I give away 30,000? Can I give away 30,000? Listen, be ready. I know I gave away 1,000 the other day, and I didn't think that it was actually going to happen. Um, and, and again, again, remember, just like, I'm so, I, this cracks me up so bad. Just like we are in the early stages of this arc. Okay, just like we'll be in the early stages of this game, it will get better as the month, as the uh, as the uh, quarter progresses. So September or October is going to have one set of prizes. Uh, November will have another set of prizes. And December will be the mother load, Okay, we're gonna give it away big time coming up in December. So, uh, yeah, good, good stuff. All right, it's gonna start and it's gonna ramp up. All right, but hey, still 250 Sport Drive components, and we're doing that to two players every single show. Kind of a kind of a good thing. Kind of a good prize. All right. Uh, yeah, Daggus, we've been on for quite some time. We're gonna we're gonna cut it down and uh, cut it down and figure it all out. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Chick says spore and uncommons. Uh, well, you have your choice. You can choose. All right, spore components or uncommons. All right, there you go. All right, now we got to. It's time to actually play the real game now. Let's do it. <laughs> now, I don't know that I'll ever have ten billion steel to give away. Although uh, there is, there is currently. A chest in Deal or No Deal that contains 500 million steel. All right. I mean, that would be good. 500 million is good. All right. Turning off slow mode as we speak right now. Slow mode is now off. There you go. Welcome back, everybody appreciate you being here. My name is Ultimate DJs, and today the game is Deal or No Deal. You are going to choose a chest, number 1 through 20. I will choose a chest, number 1 through 20, and that's going to be the one we play with. Yours will remain a secret. All right, then I'm going to ask you five questions. For each correct answer, I'm going to give you 20% of your prize. At the end, I'm going to make you an offer to buy back your chest. You can either take my offer or you can keep a percentage of your chest. Based on the questions that you get correct, ladies and gentlemen, in the room right now we have 169 contestants listening live. Thank you guys so much for being here; appreciate that so very, very much. Uh, here in just a moment, we're going to have the uh, we're going to have Vita's bot choose a contestant, and I am going to get my random number generator ready to go to choose the number that we are going to use as my chest. All right, coming down here into the chat room, and there we go. Here we go, Vita's bot with a huge server load. Please, find me a winner. Vita's bot, congratulations, Zakara. Zakara, you're the player. Yes, it's a huge load in here today. Zakara, you're the player. Zakara, congratulations. Let me check the winner's list, Zakara. Make sure you haven't won anything in the last 30 days. I think you're OK. I think you're OK. Zakara hasn't won anything. Now, it's been a while, hasn't it, Zakara? Have you ever won on this show? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't see you on the list at all. Well, congratulations, Zakara. I know you're a longtime listener. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Zakara, what server are you on? Zakara is on server... No, that's not right. Zikara is on European server, 136. Congratulations to you. Appreciate you being here, European server, 136. Here's the game. We're going to play a game of Fake News or Florida. Here we go. Fake News or Florida, Zakara. All right, I'm going to give you a news story. And you just have to tell me whether or not it's real or fake. First thing you need to do, though, is choose your chest. Number 1 through 20. Number 1 through 20. Zikara is going with chess number 3, and I'm giving you a chance to play with chess number 9. So, chess number 3 is yours. And, uh, <laughs> Herc, you got your prize. Don't be giving me grief. All right? Chess number 3 is yours. It stays private, Zakara. Chess number 9 contains the following item that you will have a chance to play for today. Chess number 9. Oh, man, what a good prize. Zakara, what's your ops level? What's your ops level, Zakara? zakara is ops level 39 oh zakara do you in fact have an iss jellyfish because up for grabs for you today are five iss jelly blueprints zakara says i already have one <laughs> dang on it sorry well then i guess you're you're pretty much playing for chess number three aren't you <laughs> you're pretty much playing for chess three all right, uh, I've got five black ISS jelly blueprints up for grabs, Zakara. Uh, but you are still playing. You still got to do a good job because the more that you get correct, is the more of your prize that you will be able to take. Okay, so let's uh, let's play the game. Let me find uh, my correct button here. Here we go. Are you ready to play? Fake news or Florida? Fake news or Florida? Here we go, Zakara. Your clock is going to begin. Story number one. A Sebastian man was arrested after he reported a murder By bringing a skull to a grocery store And using it as a hand puppet Fake news or Florida? Oh my Uh, Zakara says that's fake Sorry, that, that's a real thing That happened Cannot lie about that A Tampa man was arrested after punching his daughter's teacher At back to school night Fake news or Florida? Zakara says... What is that? Zakara, what's your answer? I don't, I don't know what you tried to type there. Were you trying to write, type... Okay, you say that happened in Florida. No, that is also incorrect. That's fake news. Uh, here we go. Let's try another one. A West Palm Beach woman uh, was busted... Oh, hang on. The West Palm Beach woman was busted for grand larceny after stealing a pony at a child's birthday party. Fake news for Florida. Zakara says... Zakara says that happened in the state of Florida You're not having very good luck today That is actually fake news Here we go, number four A Vero Beach man was arrested after he broke into somebody's home Got naked and cooked spaghetti and meatballs Fake news or Florida? <laughs> so good uh, Where are we at? I don't, I don't see him Alright There we go, Zakara says Florida That's actually correct, that happened Naked man cooking spaghetti in your kitchen. Finally, question number five. A Martin County man who was stopped for erratic driving told police that it was his dog that was actually driving. Fake news or Florida? Zakara says that happened in the state of Florida, and you would be correct. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to you. All right. Now, normally I would say that you get two of your jelly blueprints. However, we've already established... Hang on, turn this off. We've already established that that's not what you're playing for. You're playing for chest number three because you've already got your jellyfish. All right, chest number three. Let's take a look into the prize list. Chest number three is and contains... Actually, pretty daggone good prize, I think. It contains... Oh, wait, I'm not. am I supposed to go ahead and tell you this? Yeah, because you're not keeping the jelly blueprints, right? You're, you're going to take your chest, right? I just need you to say yes. You're going to take your chest. All right, yes. Zakara says, I'm definitely taking my chest. Congratulations to you. We are going to help you along with your stellar research a little bit by awarding you 1,500 uh, 1, rare exchange Armada directives. 1,500 rare exchange Armada directives. Yeah, 1,500 is pretty good. Uh, 1,500, that's enough for seven and a half, I guess seven and a half that's good that's good yeah that's a great prize 1500 rare exchange armada directives congratulations appreciate you being here thank you for listening on the show and uh, appreciate you guys all being here as we get ready to wrap up folks i am going to uh, go ahead and simply apologize for the amount of time that we've been on at this point uh we are still in emergency maintenance we do not yet have the information uh, the housekeeping says is the half when you start right before emergency maintenance. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm going to start. But housekeeping, I still need you to go in and download both episodes. All right. Metrics. <laughs> All right. Metrics. All right. Uh, real quick before we go. Any questions? Any last thing that I can answer about game information uh, or anything uh, that we can do there? Snake Eyes says, We're off on YouTube. We're already gone. Uh, Stevens Aaron says, We've had the YouTube playing in the background. Thank you for that very much. Apparently, YouTube has already uh, pooped out and it's gone. Lucky there, uh, Captain Mark already has. I love it, man. He already has our graphics ready for our game coming up here in a week and a half. And it is a Talking Treks Family Feud edition Fast Money coming up where we will make two players a winner but only if you work together. Okay? Only if you work together. Tequila says, I have a question. What will Discovery's use be next arc? Mmm, Tequila. Tequila, I am not at liberty to discuss. However, I can tell you that I personally am excited about it, all right? That's what I'm going to tell you. I am looking forward to it. Now, I will say this. I will say this. Uh, Rev told me, I, talk, I was talking to Rev the other day, and he told me, he said, you know, you have a habit about getting too excited about things. That's what he said to me. He said, you are too nice. You're too positive. He said, you have a habit of getting overexcited about things. I said, I don't think so. I don't think so. Have I ever gotten super overexcited about anything? Have I ever told you Wet guys... paper towel. <laughs> have I ever... T- yeah, go ahead. Give me an example. Give me an example. Have I ever told you that I that I got super excited about something that didn't pan out?
4: Borg Mottos.
0: Was I super excited about Borg Matas? I don't remember. You
4: were t- super excited about everything.
0: <laughs> I don't remember being super excited about Borg Mottos. Uh, mud, models. mud mud mudmadas. I, I did You know what though I, st- I still do like Mud models. I'm doing them Every day I'm doing them Every day uh, So I mean I, I do still Enjoy that mechanic I enjoy You know How I'm progressing Through It is slow I wish it were A little bit faster But I'm enjoying The uh, the research benefits I am So um, Yeah Anywho uh, Okay Okay anything yeah no it was a compliment he wasn't insulting me he just he he doesn't believe me that i think that the ship it just like big country says are you really going to say that the ship is going to be the most important one we've got he didn't believe that either uh nobody does it's okay nobody below nobody nobody believes Cause you me. didn't say wink wink after yeah maybe that's maybe that's it all right i didn't say wink wink nudge nudge nobody believes that that i am telling the truth and that's okay that's okay because when it does finally happen I want to be the first thing you think about. Like, honest to God, the ve- when you learn what this ship is going to be capable of doing, I want to be the first thing you think about. That's what I want. I want to be the first person you think about, and I want to think, think that you are thinking that you're thinking about me and thinking, <laughs> I'm times going to use the word think. All I want is I want you guys to say, oh, well, dag on, that's pretty freaking cool oak sage says i hope you're right i really do i hope i'm right too but i i i firmly believe that i am i firmly believe that i am okay uh yes yeti i i am gonna very much want to say i told you so but i'm not gonna do it because I'm i'm way too nice of a guy to do that Right, Hal? Hal's not here right now. No, you're not. But
4: (laughs) I will jump in and make sure you know how
0: wrong you are. (laughs) I I know. I know. And it's okay. I love you for it. I love you for it. All right, guys. That's going to do it. I know that uh, I have set a very high bar. I have set a very high bar. You're right, Big Country. I said the best in the fleet. That's what I said. Like I said, I might have maybe, maybe modified it a little bit. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I still go with best in the fleet. Yes, Blokeman, best in your fleet. That's what I'm saying. You heard it here, guys. DJ says the USS Discovery is going to be the best fleet in your arsenal. Blokeman says, I'm struggling to believe. Yeti says, ook. V-Ready says, that is a big, big expectation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it. Guys, thank you so much. My name is Ultimate DJs. You've been listening live to Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'd like to say a very special thank you to our sponsors of the show. Please, if you would like to be a sponsor, if you're listening for the very first time and you like what you hear, visit our website. It's TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you can find all of our previous episodes. Right here, we are on episode 82. We've been on the air for almost a year and we have been doing content twice a week, sometimes three and four times a week since last November. Okay, guys, so uh, go in and check it out. There's some great old episodes you guys can check out. Uh, If you'd like to support the show, if you'd like to donate, we'd appreciate that as well. There's a button called Become a Patron. Become a Patron. All you gotta do is click on that little link. It costs only a dollar a month for bronze, three dollars a month for silver, five dollars a month for gold, but if you sign up for gold, you also get some backstage access, extra information, extra discussions, and additional podcast time for uh, stuff that we don't always air, okay? So you'll get some of that, too, for being a gold sponsor at the level of $5 or more. Also, link on over to our YouTube channel. Find our Amazon uh, store. You can do your normal everyday shopping there on Amazon by just doing your uh, regular shopping. Use our link, and we get paid. I would like to thank our gold sponsors here today for being supporters of Talking Trek. Gregor, Ska, Venkman, Beglin, Big Country, Trash Panda. Doom, thank you so much. Hank, Lord Neelix, Chuck's Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Hi, I Bombed You, Thorn, Virtual Army, J DJ Gur, Red 2, and Honey, Just Skippy, Aceus, Azrael, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tavi Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Cass, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free, Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, Jetski, Wingnut, J, uh, J Filler. Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Hottie Grubs, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Alfino, Space Sheriff, Rurston, Raxnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quick, Quackfu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, and Kingo 101, all gold sponsors, and I thank you. Talking Trek Live is recorded in front of a live studio audience and recorded for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm out of here. Love you, mean it. See you later. Bye-bye.